And we're back with a special episode of Replay Values. My name is Michael. And I'm Patrick. And this is what we're calling a current eventrospective. Wow. Uh, interrupting our regular replay retrospective. Definitely wow. something we agreed on before yes. the recording started. That is a name I knew was coming and, and absolutely <laughs> and, signed off on. Yes. <laughs> wow. Speaking with the utmost sincerity there, um, we, we're bringing you a special episode to talk about the uh, recent release of yeah. a new Pokemon game. Very recent. Uh, three weeks? It has been about three weeks. Of recording, yeah. And by release, maybe four weeks. I'm going to try to turn this around real quick. So Yeah. Uh, so we really wanted to, since we're in the middle of a Pokemon marathon of sorts, we, yes. we really wanted to get into the, the this recent game as, we, as it came out, which is kind of why we picked Pokemon as our first uh, series, since we knew this uh, new generation was coming. What generation number are we on, Pat? Nine. It is number nine. nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, was cool. I was more teeing you up. Yeah, than, than there you go. You. Wow, yeah. I got it. Nailed it. <laughs> no, you did it. Yay. Um, but yeah, this is po- yeah, this is uh, generation, generation nine. nine. Um, so it's the second generation that has appeared on the Nintendo Switch. Yes. Uh, this was well. Do you count? Uh, what was it? Shining? No. Shining oh, Pearl? brilliant diamond and brilliant shining Di- pearl. Yeah. You know, were they a half step? Are they? Did they end? Uh... And Arceus, or Arceus? It's kind of an odd case. So, All right. So the reason why... Yeah, you're right. And Arceus. I'm, I'm thinking more in, like, official yes, generation yes. releases. Gen 8 being Sword and Shield. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl were remakes of Generation 4. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. thing about them, though, is unlike previous remakes that have always kind of been in the same game engine... Yes. ...as the as the, whatever that current gen game was... Yes. The the remakes Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl they outsourced to another studio and kind of did like a I didn't know um, that. Yeah. I know it's very cheap. That's looking. why the main the main Game Freak team was working on Arceus. Oh. Um, okay, and then. I think also Gen 9 which yes. we'll, we'll talk about uh the effects of of that type of uh Oh, yeah, we'll get there. Um but they outsourced that to another studio to to gotcha. make it. So that's why it's in a simpler graphical style, similar. Honestly, a lot of people were mad about it. I kind of liked it because it was similar to the DS game. Yes, like it looked, yeah, yeah. It looked, it looked like very much like a DS game. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe you're a little salty about spending the 60 bucks on that. but uh, What is that called? That's uh, when the view is like tilted and looking down. It's like usually. isometric view, or top, yes. top down, but kind but of But it's not more quite isometric. top down because it's a little bit angled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I... Um, all right, so yeah, that and Arceus is almost—it's not even a generation. Really. Yeah, Arceus is also a side game. Yes. Uh, it was—I cl- mean, it was clearly kind of a, a one of several testing grounds they did yes. for making this type of Pokemon game before Generation Nine, because this is the first uh, of the official mainline Pokemon games that is an open-world game. Yeah, you do not have to go in any specific order um, whatsoever. You can kind of choose. Now, it doesn't mean that everything will level differently as you're going. You could run straight to the final boss, sure. phase, or the final uh, one of whatever three tracks you chose. Right, the eighth gym, or the yeah. last of the big Titan Titans Pokemon. Or... We'll, we'll get into what the the quest lines were, and yeah. kind of the structure of the game. But uh, yeah, this you is could, a big departure. You could go in any order, and I did notice after 
beating the game, which we also both beat the game, so we'll be talking about that. Spoilers will keep you coming, but we'll warn you well, Yeah, we'll warn about spoilers. Um, but yeah, no, I did notice that I went a very different order than what it was recommended or what the game expected you to do. Oh, you know, I never went back and checked to see what the, yeah. what the recommended order Cause was. Because it is cool. It'll, it'll show you the number that you did everything when you look at your map and zoom all the way out. Okay. So you can actually look at that, and then you can look at one online that tells oh. like the recommended version. And okay. yeah, I was way off. Way well. off. You had look. That's part of the joy of this type of structure is mm -hmm. that everyone can kind of have their own experience with it, and I, it's interesting to see Game Freak taking a stab at this type of game yeah. after so many kind of incremental steps forward with the Pokemon series over the years. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I feel like they they made it a lot more like the wild areas in Sword and Shield is kind of like the entire game. Yes. So that's that's kind of the thing. So everyone was really excited. Uh, when Pokemon announced they were making a mainline game for the Switch, because the Switch is, even though it's a hybrid, it is also technically a home console, mm -hmm. and it's Nintendo's main console now. Mm -hmm. And Pokemon has always historically, at least its main games, has been on the handhelds. Hand and so that has always sort of limited the scope of, of each adventure, although they have kind of increased in scope as the handhelds got yes. more powerful. Yes, um, certainly the 3DS had a lot going on with uh, Black and White uh, 2, I feel like. Yeah, the Black and White game, yeah, Black and White 1 and 2, uh, which we'll talk about, that's the last one we're going to talk about, yes. is the is the uh, the final games those are actually still the ds yes oh um, that was still the regular ds but they oh sun and moon and ultra sun and ultra moon were those, so those were gen 7 gen 6 was x and y ah right i did get um, all of those yeah <laughs> i was gonna say i had i had x i remember yeah. um but anyway so yeah, i had x also yeah that, that was like in fake france so that was also we'll, we'll get into this uh, I want to talk about this more, mm -hmm, honestly, mm -hmm. when we get to Gen 5, because Gen 5 is the first one where they stop being based in regions of Japan and start being different parts of the world. Oh, um, all right. Which is why, yeah, you had, so Gen 6, you had France. Gen 7, you had Hawaii. Yes, um, Gen yes. 8, you had Great Britain. Oh, yeah, um, okay, that makes mm -hmm. sense. All right, and what is this one? This Spain? one is Spain, I think. Yeah, I get. I, you pick up on a couple of little Spanish references. This one, yeah, yeah, they they definitely have. People call you amigo every now and then, and there's they don't, flamingo, they, flamigo, flamigo. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, they're small live. They also they dip into a little bit more like internet vernacular. I feel like yes, in this one than yes. they than they have in the past, like lechonk and stuff like that, <laughs> uh, which feels like they're they're trying to catch the the zeitgeist a little bit. But that's yep. okay. Yep, it'll make it a product of its era. There's one exchange with the. Uh, headmaster of the school where he asks you about slang i didn't know oh um yeah what was Ch was that? it Ch chugi Ch uh chugi yeah is it chugi was Oof, that the word i might be pronouncing it wrong but it yeah, is sorry it's, neither of us are gen we're, zers well we're chugi like yes. we we are both uh earnest and cringy in like an, a, a combined way yeah. most millennials are chugi yeah, I think Gen Z has slapped that label on most yeah. of millennials, and you know what? That's fine. I did get it right, but uh, I did feel bad getting it right. My so. ta yeah, I, I got it right only because uh, Polygon had an article about it, and so <laughs> I saw that first, and I was like, oh, that's what that means. Um, but anyway, so the, yeah, this one's based on Spain, and yep. yeah, the, the people were excited because the scope of these games uh, was gradually getting bigger and everyone was w wanted to see what they were going to bring yep. to the switch. Yep. Um, they had to wait a year cause first it was let's go Pikachu and Eevee. There's actually been a lot of Pokemon games on switch now. Yeah. I, I realized um, that we completely glossed over that one too. So, um, but let's go Pikachu and Eevee, which kind of felt like a, 
a game that was maybe originally built with a 3DS in mind, and then they kind of upscaled it. Well, that um, and it, it very much was like, hey, what if we made a way for very little kids to get into the Pokemon series? It's very series. much a bridge game to Pokemon yes. Go, and yeah, yeah, very kind of my first Pokemon game. Yes. Still, still fun for what it was. Um, and then Sword and Shield came out, yes. and there was a lot of divisiveness about many aspects of that Well, that was that uh, the Dexit. That was the Dexit thing, which sometime <laughs> in the future, when we when we do a deep dive on on Gen Eight, we'll we'll get into that. I don't have the energy to get into that right now. Very fair. Um, but uh, but yeah, basically they just they weren't including all of the Pokemon. Yes, for the first uh, time the ever, first time. all all Pokemon up to the point of release were not included in the single game. Which at the time of Sword and Shield, they had reached nine hundred. Yeah, right? it was get, it's already pushing nine hundred, getting close to a thousand. They, they only added like. I think 30 or 40 originals for Scarlet and Violet, and we're now at 989, I think. I thought there was a thousandth Pokemon. Am I crazy? Oh, is there? Oh, yeah. no, I don't know. It's going to be really hard for me to look that up right now, so yeah. we'll, have to, we'll just have to do a corrections corner Patrick, later. <laughs> Patrick is in his, like, crucible of wires here. <laughs> I'm tangled like a spider web right now, so that's yeah, okay. that's that's not going to work. It's his dedication to the craft of, of the audio <laughs> recording. Um but yes, so there, there were a lot of Pokemon, and they didn't include them all, and there was a whole internet kerfuffle about yeah. it, and we're, we're going to kind of gloss over it. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that was notable was that it was really kind of felt like a half measure in terms of like updating the... Oh, the, the models? Like, well, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about graphics and stuff like that, yeah. I think, when we get into kind of the technical aspects of the game in general. Well, of this one, I, I'm into it, but yeah, keep going. Yeah, they, they've gotten better with it, but the... Um, I, I mean more in terms of like the scope of the game itself, because you mm-hmm. essentially had a a very traditional Pokemon game model as the game's base. That was you're going on routes and you're going to gyms and you're yeah. going to the Pokemon League. Yep, and then you and, had to go in the same order for the gyms. Exactly. There's you a set slowly order. unlocked the ability to get into other areas based on different things that you could do with yep. your like Pokemon and yep. stuff like that. That stuff was all was all very traditional, and then it kind of sandwiched in between those sections of the game they stuck these things called the wild areas which game freak was pretty upfront in saying that this was them just test driving the idea of doing an open world game yes and it was clear that there was probably some trepidation on a higher level that that kept them from making that the entire game and so and you could you could like they did this instead you could see other people playing the game if you were online but they just moved through you as ghosts if you were camping in a specific area you then could like interact a little bit with other players that were camping but it was mostly just shades of their existence Actually, it reminded me a little bit of, what was it called? The Pokemon Center or something. One of the 3DS or DS games included a, like, online world that you could go to. Oh, um, I don't, I have no idea. I think it may have been black and white. Anyways, we we'll check it later, and we're also we going to talk about that about one this. a lot. I don't, I don't typically engage with a lot of online yes. features with games. <laughs> I'm, really? I'm don't you curmudgeonly in that way. But. Don't you love summoning other players into your Elden Ring game? Or no, whatever I play that shit offline all the time. <laughs> <laughs> There's offline versions of both invasions and summons, and I am content with those. That's very fair. Uh, I've played that plenty where somebody literally... When the uh, network test for Dark Souls on Switch came out, yeah. I played that. Somebody invaded my game, and before they killed me, ran to a door that I had opened using a lever and closed it. So they closed like a shortcut I had opened to make my way back more difficult, and then killed me. 
And what? I, was, and I was like, jerk. what the fuck? I was like, you know that these games are like so arduous. And I like got to the thing that made that like is oh, your reward man. for playing well. And so that I was like, wow. Oh, as that soon as I got hateful. that game, I switched to offline to default. That by, is yeah, hateful. Right I mean, that away. person was just embodying the hatefulness that is those games. So exactly. Really, that's... You can't really screw people over like that in Pokemon. No, online. certainly not. Well, uh, we, we'll talk more about some of the features that I'll talk about, the ways that people will screw you over, but um, in, in a do, fun uh, way. If you way. do, like, the random trading, I yes. can see that being And, uh, some, of the, and some of the raids and stuff, it is it, it can be annoying. Okay. But it, it's funny, You're mostly. reinforcing my desire to, to not <laughs> engage with a lot of this. That's very um, fair. But anyway, so Sword and Shield was seen as, as very much a half measure. Yes. Um, it was clear they were kind of building towards this. The DLC for Sword and Shield was all wild area. There were no new routes. Yes, um, and, and that actually upset people, too, because the DLCs released more, more Pokemon. They added more Pokemon, and people were like, oh, you're making us pay for it. Yep. Uh, anyway, so suddenly, last year, or was it this year that they announced Scarlet Violet? I think Violet? it may have been this year. I think it was this year. year. Yeah. Um, like February or, or March yeah, or something there like was that. Like, announced... There was a Pokemon Direct, and people thought they were going to announce DLC for Pokemon Arceus, which was a game that came out in January. We mentioned before yes. that was a side game, but was an open world game. It was yes. kind of um, most reminiscent of games like monster hunter is and, and they had like open world battle systems was, people kept telling me to play it but I yeah i heard it my brother played it and he really liked it yeah. um and it's it was based around a central hub town and then you went out into the wilderness and went back so it yes. wasn't like a it wasn't like you were going to all these different parts of the world you were back in time in an expansive way had a phone yeah it's something it's like a uh, there's a type of anime uh, genre called isekai that is uh the idea of someone getting transported to a fantasy realm yes, from the modern yes. day and that's basically what pokemon yes. rc is, and, is uh, kid and king arthur's the court style. story yeah exactly yeah uh king and kid and king arthur's court or whatever the original one was a connecticut yankee and yes. arthur's court was yes. that a mark twain story yes yeah um, which i was blown away to find out i thought it was like a 90s movie front to back like, yeah. concept that was that, the only later. difference between that and the movie was that it was that he was a connecticut yankee otherwise yep. he still did all still did all the same stuff like create a bicycle and that's yes yes one of the only things i remember from that movie <laughs> i mean you'd blow their minds so you know that it, it makes sense you honestly i feel like you would have just gotten like stoned to death oh yeah if you came if you went back in you time, would catch botulism or get stoned to death or, right yeah. if you introduced one modern idea that yes. would be the end yes Yes, um, this is how you wipe your butt, and they'd be like heathen. Yeah, and, get and out. Yeah, you. exactly. Yeah. Run you out of town. Anyway, fortunately, that doesn't happen to you in Pokemon Arceus. I think you just help complete the first Pokedex. Uh, but it was, but Game Freak was gearing up to do an open world mm-hmm. game, and so sure enough, they announced Generation Nine kind of surprisingly because people thought it was too soon, and then announced it was coming out in November, which people also thought was too soon. Yes. Uh, which we'll get into. Yes, we'll talk about that more later. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Who knows? Yeah. But um, uh, but, wait, but it's here now. Yeah. And we've had it for a few weeks. Yep. Uh, we actually, we did the same thing with Sword and Shield. Michael and I bought the two-pack yes. and split it up between us uh, with Sword and Shield. I got Shield and you and got I had sword. sword. Yeah. And then with this one, uh, Michael grabbed Scarlet and I grabbed Violet. Yep. I think Violet may be the more popular choice. I don't know Is if really? you've noticed that. I didn't. Okay. I haven't. Uh, well, yeah. It just seems to be, and I, my choice was purely based on the fact that there is a legendary Pokemon that you get that you ride yeah, around on. Your main vehicle. And the one for Violet is like a futuristic one, and the wheels on him spin. And He's the got wheels. Like jet engines, yes, too, right? Yeah. yeah. 
And the wheels on the, the Scarlet one don't spin, and I was no, like, well, that's just, dumb. He's just a, kind of a big animal. Yeah, he's just a big animal that runs with, like, wheel sex. It's very yep. weird. Yep, it is very strange. <laughs> there's there's some weird stuff in this game. We'll, we'll get into it. Yes, yes. But, yeah, so I, I literally looked at that, and I was like, I want the one with wheels that spin. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I, I respect that, and, and I'm curious to see some of the differences uh, in the future aspect versus the past aspect. Oh, to, yeah. Not to get... Not, well, I, I won't say more on it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, um, we'll talk more about it. But uh, in the spirit of replay values and thinking about not just these games themselves, but also kind of how they have an impact on us, normally we're thinking back on times yes. in our lives when we're playing them. Um, but I, it would, I think it would be appropriate for us to bring up, you know, whatever was going on with us or, or where we were weeks. at over the past three weeks. Yeah. Um, so since November 18th, um, tell me about your experience playing Violet. What's been going on? Well, I mean, I, I turned 36, Very so that was actually a big exciting. part of it. Um, but yeah, so, uh, we recorded together our last podcast, uh, and that's when you brought yeah, over the game. the day it came out, yeah. And so then that weekend, I had to go back home to Maryland and spend a week back there, uh, as I took my father to get his knee replaced, um, you know, aging parents, it's part of, it's another part of the millennial life. Yeah. Yeah. I've been hearing about more aches and pains. Oh man. Too. Yeah. So, um, took him to get his knee replaced, uh, through some complications. He ended up actually having to stay in the hospital a little bit longer than he was supposed to. Yeah. Uh, he stayed in the recovery room a little bit longer. And, and I mean, this may sound callous, but the nice thing was that I brought my switch with me and I could just sit in a waiting room and play Pokemon Violet. So what was supposed to take 45 minutes ended up taking closer to four hours. And then the next day, what was supposed to take 30 minutes ended up taking about eight hours for him to be released. Uh, I, I literally just sat and waited and, and played Pokemon Violet. And, like, these games are a time machine. Yeah. So I I didn't feel the, like, excruciating time like clock ticking as i waited the time really melted away you can almost say you time travel yes yes while playing that game yes i think you could um and it was funny too like you know when when dad was coming out of the surgery uh and like waking up and i was sitting in the room playing the game i definitely was like telling him about pokemon and talking to him (laughs) about like what i was doing uh i also i was just i was mainlining pokemon so I sure. have the Pokeball that came with Let's Go Eevee. Okay, yeah. Didn't it come with a Pokemon in it? No. Uh, yes, actually. I think it, it came Mew, with a Mew, right? Yeah, it yeah. came with a Mew mm-hmm. in it. Um, I remember Reggie shaking the Pokeball on, at E3 that year. Yes, and it made the Mew sound. Uh, and it made sound. the Mew sound, yeah. So I hooked that up to Pokemon Go, and I was literally sitting there playing Pokemon Violet and occasionally clicking the button on the, the Pokeball, like controller because as it's hooked up to pokemon go every time you click it if there's a pokemon nearby it throws a pokeball and oh. you try to catch it so i like oh was, that's how you were multitasking your yes, pokemon games yes. okay i was like literally playing one game catching pokemon on pokemon go and just watching as like all these weird creatures some of which i had never seen before some of which were very tried and true regulars like popped in and, and really used it as a way to like past the time as I waited for dad to like come out of the anesthesia. Some of it was like some tougher things that I was going through. Um, But you know, in the same way that I feel like we've used Pokemon as a way to kind of help like get through things. We talked about it in our earlier episodes. Yeah. It's Uh, been been some tough times with Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, and, And I mean, it's funny, like at 36, I spent my birthday sitting in a hospital room waiting for my dad to like, come back together and also not have his blood pressure drop every time he tried to stand up. 
and as I was doing that on my birthday, I was also playing Pokemon Violet and like really it, it helped. It's like a story of a kid that like overcomes odds and like goes through these like challenges and really makes friends and stuff like that. And it was, it was a nice experience as nice an experience as it could be. Thanks in part to Pokemon giving me something to occupy my mind and like pass the yeah. time. So yeah, no, I it I feel like so much more arduous and, yes. and stressful and and things like that, and and it's not like you were, you know, it's not like you were like neglecting your father's no. needs by being I literally distracted just by the video wait. game. You yes. just had nothing to do but to wait. So. I I literally I had no choice but to wait as he like well I mean as you know, I don't know the last time you were in a hospital, but uh, just like it takes a while for nurses to come around. It takes yeah. a while for like you know him to be in a place where they felt like it was safe for him to leave. Uh, he had the TV on, he was watching, I think, Stargate, so he was pretty occupied. He was also okay. in and out of consciousness, so, you know, coming out of anesthesia... anesthesia is the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, it, it certainly certainly wasn't like I was neglecting him, but it was a way for me to just not sit there and worry the whole time, or, like, let my own anxiety There's like, a lot of control. places your mind can go in that type yes. of situation if you let it, and... You should instead go to Paldea, yes. the region of uh, this Pokemon game. Yes, exactly. And so then, yeah, even I get him home, and I'm there for a whole week. It was a lot of just babysitting. I mean, father sitting. Father sitting, yeah. yeah. You know, classic father sitting. Yeah. Um, it's just I, like I remember from growing up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so it was like I couldn't, I couldn't leave. I couldn't go see my friends that were nearby. I couldn't, like, I could barely even go out to get, like, lunch because yeah. I had to make sure that he used to walk or when he went to walk or whatever else. Right, it was pretty constant supervision. Exactly. He was being very stubborn. But um, again, all he really wants to do is watch the sci-fi channel and hang out, and he couldn't move around that much, so I would sit and play Pokemon while he was watching Chuck Norris. Um, right. Or uh, Star Trek, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it was like a nice a nice way to keep occupied, keep things rolling, and I, I really burned through the game doing that. I, I probably put in 20 hours in the first week. But it was, it's an engaging story. I liked the story of Pokemon Violet. I liked the characters. I like liked the experience. And it was nice to have a positive thing rolling as I was going through everything else. It's interesting to kind of talk about this in the context of only having really done episodes on the older Pokemon games. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they were pretty light on story yes. outside of kind of the, the evil team plots. Yes, Team Rocket business. had the real, the real shine or, yeah. or, or oh, the other ones. But as we get now into these more modern games, they, they really have been... You know, people like to rag on Pokemon for just having the same story every time. And mm-hmm. there are some structures that carry on through all the games and even are, are still present in this one. But... Mm-hmm. But they have been making more of an effort uh, in these more modern games to have some kind of story elements going on with characters who you know experience at least some semblance of, of an arc, even if maybe your main character is yes. still a little bit of a cipher. Yes, your main character is still a blank slate that people are... I mean, um, like a lot of video games, you, you make simple choices of like, I like this or I don't like this. Although, I, I don't know if you notice, most of the time it's like, I like this or I really like this. Yeah, and yeah. It's, like, it's either right. how enthusiastic are you, very yes. or just kind of. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, and I, something I, I like about making your character this time is we've now, you know, we talked about how, you know, it was all boys all the time, and mm-hmm, then, mm-hmm. you know, you could pick boy or girl, and now, in this, these ones, it's just choose your appearance. Yes, you can they don't completely even, craft they it. Don't, they don't make you pick a gender. Yep. You just, yeah, you just pick what you look like, and that's who you are. Yep. I feel like they, 
I feel like they do a good job in terms of like diversity of like the different like characters that you run into. Oh yeah. Who, like, and I, I don't know if you noticed, but like that you're referred to as they, if they ever use a pronoun, otherwise they basically always use your name and like, yeah. they do do a very good job of not being like, you are a boy, you do right. boy things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't have to just pick boy or girl right yes, at the beginning. Exactly. Um, um, yeah, I, so I did make my character look like Jay Shell though, uh, listeners that's my wife for the yes. hundreds of people out there listening to this who oh, don't yes. know me personally the throngs of people yes um but yeah i i sat because i got it that friday before i left on saturday when i was like sitting down to make the character that was before i went down to maryland yeah and uh yeah i, I was like with her like picking out the little look and i was like look it's you and then Later on, you can buy different eyeglasses. I bought olive-colored eyeglasses to match her current glasses. Oh, so. I should have bought eyeglasses for mine. Oh, yeah. Because, I, yeah, obviously, I made myself in the game, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. which I always do as tradition the first time I play. Um, and, you know, it winds up just being like a little Aryan boy because that's <laughs> what I was like as a little kid. Um, and sometimes that's been... Like, I remember playing through uh, Ultra, Ultra Moon I had. Yeah. And that's the one where you're in Hawaii and you're, like, going oh, you're to, like... You're a little Yeah, and you're, like, going into, like, the ancient, uh, like, temples of, like, these Pokemon <laughs> and, like, the native peoples and all this stuff. And then it's, like... You're yeah, just my, stomping like, around, pale catching blonde, shit. smiling yeah. ass, just, like, walking through. Um, you're like, oh, oh, wow, this thing has guarded the forest for thousands of years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to catch oh, I'm it. I'm going to catch it. I'm going to catch it and I'm going to take it home. Me, a colonizer. Yes, <laughs> yes. exactly. So, there, so there's... There, I. I, I didn't feel that as much in this one, but yes. there were there were some occasions where I was like, oh, I was like, I'm really just, <laughs> I clearly like just moved here. Um, you do in the game though. You have just yes, moved there. That is also that's a pretty common Pokemon trope in a lot of games. So that people can meet you. Is I that feel like. yeah? Is that you've just moved to a place? Yes. That that actually I don't think we mentioned this in the Gen Three episode because we were too busy talking about fuckable Pokemon. But <laughs> uh, but that was <laughs> but that's an element in that game. You you have just moved to that town. Gotcha. Um, and I think honestly, starting it skips a couple. It skips a generation or two, but it's it, it starts to become theme. a more common theme. Just to yeah, because it's an easy way for you to be like. Here's the new yeah. Here's the new place. Yes. Here's you know. Yes. Here's you getting acquainted with everyone. Here's for some reason your first day of school and the headmaster comes to your house, which yes. I thought was crazy. Yeah, and I was like, why is that your first day? Outside of the fact that he comes over to be like, you're the protagonist of this video game. Yeah, he comes to your house. You're introduced to the champion that lives next door. It's the same director in both games, right? Uh, Clavel. Clavel. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It is different. Um, we're going to be getting into yes. yeah. We're going to be getting into spoilers. Like, they're going to start to leak out. This isn't the official spoiler wall, but, like, if you really care about this stuff, probably be careful going beyond here. Yeah, we'll try not to, to let slip uh, outside of things I may have coyly insinuated yes, already. Yes, But, yeah, you're, it's different professors, which I was really blown yep. away by. Yeah. Um, the internet was predictably thirsty for them as soon as they released the screenshot. Both, it's, I mean, it's a Zaddy and a, they're, and a yeah. real, real they're, Fox. They're attractive professors, <laughs> yes. which is, you know, uh, interesting. But R uh, Real pilfs. Yeah. They're not, they're not Pokemon. Or no, professors. They're professors. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Acronym still applies. Yes, it does. Um, but yeah, there's two professors. There's a lot of differences uh, that, especially going into the more spoilery stuff, which we'll get into, yeah. and, and with your mount. And so after you go through it, kind of. Unfortunately, uh, a thing I don't love about any of the modern Pokemon games is a somewhat protracted beginning. Oh, it did section. take a while to get in. Well, he really kind of just you yeah, walk all the, the way to the that, town. That, the, yeah, like the director comes, the headmaster, or whatever, comes to your house and it's like a little you, walled garden area that you run around in. Yeah, it takes have, you to a place yeah. to get your your first Pokemon, and then your very battle thirsty 
rival comes along the Mona. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. This is, we, we didn't touch on this either during our gen three episode because of our very important uh, side tangents, <laughs> but the, um, this, that, generation really marked the start of the what you would call like the friendly rivals yes instead um, of instead of having somebody that you hate your guts yeah uh, you have somebody who is much more willing to like be your someone friend who's like your here. asshole like quote-unquote friend from yes. from home or a, a literal criminal who might actually yes. like physically hurt you yes uh and instead is just yeah just just some somebody person and it's the person that picks the weaker Pokemon type to your Pokemon. Yes, they no longer pick the one that's strong against you. Yes. They pick the one that's weak against you. Which is very funny to me because I was, I mean, like, it's fine. But it, it just, this character that you're friends with is supposed to be the champion and, like, brilliant tactician. And is like, I'll take the one that's definitely going to get its butt whooped. And then gets its butt whooped and is like, ah, how did that happen? Yeah, yeah. That's... And then every time you meet her, you're like, well, I'm going to, I can use my one main Pokemon to wipe your team, basically. So something that the, the, the big major fights do in this, uh, not the regular trainer battles, is sometimes they'll have the characters, like, throw in some additional flavor text. Yes. Like, when stuff happens. When you kill them with one hit. <laughs> Without, without spoiling, because it was near the end of the game, I was at a late game battle, and they got a not very effective critical hit that did barely any damage, and then it did like the dramatic zoom in. They were like, you better just give up already. Like, that was a critical <laughs> hit. I was like, I was like you, did you see the damage it did? <laughs> I'm still standing. Yeah, it's uh, you are the one who should be worried. But yes. uh, most of the time, I actually, with those final battles, I was the one who should be worried, because something that this game does... Um, that I like a lot in the modern Pokemon Pantheon, especially, is figured out how to be kind of challenging. Yes, I, I had some tough battles. I Ever since, you know, they introduced the kind of modern version of the experience share, which caused all your Pokemon to get experience yes. at the same time, in Generation 6. And in that game, it was still toggleable. You could turn it off if you wanted. Yeah, this one is just um, standard, and you cannot and then turn starting, it off, can you? Starting with Generation 8 is when they made it, just a permanent thing you can't you can't turn it off yep and generation eight was honestly kind of a breeze you you, like that they hadn't really figured out the balancing on it super well and so i i was rarely challenged in that game and and i will say not even just the times where i wandered into areas that were a little too higher level for me by the time i got to the end especially like the end was tough i I was having a hard time i i got into some pretty hairy situations yeah uh, or definitely got into at least one fight where i just reset the game because i was like i'm about to lose i don't want to lose my money i'll just go back to my same like my previous save point that's so funny i did i lost a couple like i I let it i let it play out i lost a couple i I definitely hit some times where i was like i picked the complete wrong typing for this or i was like i had a slightly weak pokemon that i was like "Eh, but this is the right type against this one so i should be okay yeah and then then it has a a move that you didn't expect yes They're, they're really good at picking moves in this one where, like, it's like, okay, it's a water-type, it's a water-type gym, uh, I can, like, probably go through and, like, use grass-type. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, that water Pokemon has, like, Flame Punch? Right, or, or, or have an Ice move yep. or something. Yep, and it was really, mm-hmm. it was pretty pretty tough to stay on top of those types of things. I found, um, towards the end of the game, I started thinking almost... I'm thinking of it in terms of like straight lines versus diagonals yeah. where I, I, instead of picking the really obvious yeah. weakness, I went with something like a little more adjacent where I was like, yeah, it was either a Pokemon I had that had the right move, yes. but wasn't the type. Yes. Uh, or, or I would be like, oh, this is the less conventional weakness yes. for this sort of thing. So maybe they won't have a counter for this. Like I started thinking about things more on that level than just you send out a water, I send out grass, you send out uh, you know, ground, I send out water. Yeah. You send yeah, yeah. out, you know, you send out, uh psychic i send out dark you know whatever yep um 
So, well, so, I mean, before we dive in too much further, like, what were you doing for the past three weeks? What What was your life like, or... I don't have that much to tell, to be honest. Uh, I, I, mostly... I mean, I do know that you did not take your Switch home with you for Thanksgiving, which I just want to call out that I feel like you did I... your brother dirty by doing that. So. Yes, I'm sorry to Rick if you if you listen to this, that I did not bring my Switch uh, to my parents' house so we could compare teams. Um, I really took my time with this. Uh, it really wasn't until we were planning this recording until that I was like... Until I frantically texted you and was like, beat the game before you no, come it's, over to it's, my house? No, it was the right thing to, to say, and uh, I... It, I really needed to stop being distracted and buckle down and mm-hmm. actually finish it. I blame most of that on the fact that we chose to do a Pokemon marathon where I tried to play a bunch of the games we mm-hmm. talked about mm-hmm. in the lead up to a new game to oh, then you play. Got a little burned out and on I was Pokemon? starting to feel a little tired of Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, we have two more episodes to record, which I will have plenty to talk about uh, with them, but then uh, I will be excited to for what we Take plan a little break next. and play, yeah. play something else. Yeah. And, we'll, and we'll have some stuff. I, I think we haven't, discuss this in detail but i i think we have some ways in which we'll probably alleviate fatigue yes, in the future yeah. with uh cert- going through certain franchises um yeah so i i was enjoying the game it wasn't that i it wasn't that i didn't like it or i was mm-hmm. bouncing off mm-hmm. any aspect of it i just sometimes i played it sometimes i wanted to do something else like i got a on black friday i got a one terabyte sd card for my steam deck oh, so of course I, you did and I, I i think this is another sign of me getting older i'm getting almost as much satisfaction organizing my games collections as I am oh playing God. them. Because um, then I also, like, I took the 500 gig out and I put it back in my Switch, and then I was like, well, now i got to re-download all these games, and the, which ones am I going to pick? Because I have to make sure they don't overlap the collection too much. <laughs> it's just, I don't, I'm not, for anyone who knows me listening, I'm not, like, a super organized person, even yeah. though I do it for my job. Um, and it's it's weird how it's crept into at least this aspect of my of my non work life. But uh, but yeah, in terms of the um, in terms of what was going on with me outside of just going to family gatherings and you know mm-hmm, trying to mm-hmm. make sure we were avoiding getting COVID and, and stuff still. like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't. Yeah, still pandemic isn't over perpetually. Just you're over it. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's it's. It wasn't. It wasn't a terribly. I won't really look back on this time period and probably reflect too much mm-hmm, mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. like the fact that like Pokemon helped me get through it, um, which is fine. There were times in my life that I've already talked about mm-hmm, where it mm-hmm. has, and times that I haven't talked about yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, the, it's life's full of ups and downs, and thankfully, I you know, I'm sorry that you had such a <laughs> complicated <laughs> personal experience going on, but I'm glad Pokemon was able to help. Heck um, yeah. But yeah, so you know, we well, we have both finished the game. Yes. So I mean, I, I didn't even write this down in our notes, but we we've mentioned it. But there are three tracks that you need to get yes. through. Yes. So you know, typically in a Pokemon game, you you've always got the the gym um, challenge. Yes. And Gen Seven was a little bit different, where it was islands, but it's basically the same thing. Yes. Um, so they all had gyms on them, didn't they? Or? No, they were oh, just right. they were like island leaders yes. or whatever. And then sometimes you had to go to like the special. The temples, temples to yes. fight like the 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 tribe, the totem Pokemon, I think they were called. But anyway, in this one, it's you have the gym challenge, and then you have two other tracks because this is an open world yep. or quest lines, whatever you want to call yep. them. Um, because it's a big open world game, they they kind of gave you these other paths to follow, and you have to do all three to get to yep. the actual end of the game. And we mentioned too, you're you're going to school, but it's almost like a like boarding school slash Hogwarts experience where you go to a school where its entire purpose is like Pokemon. Like right, just like the rest things. of the world. Yes, yeah. you're learning things, but in relation to Pokemon, you're learning how to cook in relation to feeding your Pokemon. You're learning math in relation to yeah. how to battle Pokemon. Uh, Can I tell I mean, you, I 
didn't I barely did any of Oh, I classes. did all the classes. Yeah. I did all the classes, took all the midterms and the finals. Uh, got got what the whole. What do you get that. out of them? Um, the little trinkets mostly, oh, okay. and then uh, one helpful thing is there are. Oh, we're we're getting into spoilers. Flat okay, out. Okay, yeah. Let's let's just say the shit we want, we really want to dive into stuff yes. in this game, and so I think now is maybe the cutoff point. I uh, before we actually before we cut off spoilers, yes. I'll just say if. If for some reason you're coming to us for a recommendation, whoever you may be, I would highly recommend this game if you it. have any interest in Pokemon. Yeah. Um, it's There's a lot of really interesting ideas on display. Um, they will probably have patched it a few more times by the time yes. you pick it up, which we'll, we'll talk about later. Yes. Um, but but let's let's talk spoilers because I think we want to be able to talk freely about yes, uh, the stuff in this but, game. Yeah, as a recommendation, it is a charming game. It's a great entry in the Pokemon series. And if you get spoiled because you want to keep listening to us talk because you love us so much, it's not be it so won't terrible. it won't spoil the no. yeah I say it won't spoil the game for you. No, but, it will uh, not. but if you're if you want to avoid spoilers because you you want to experience it as fresh as possible, you know you can jump ship now. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Now that those nerds are gone, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about yeah them. <laughs> yeah we're just going to talk about the people that stopped listening. No the the classes. Uh, one of the final classes after you take the final, you basically get your final like talk with each of the teachers. Okay. Oh, actually, there's there's one cool thing. The you get us. You actually get a Pokemon from your language teacher. I won't spoil who oh, the Pokemon okay. is. Oh, okay. But it Maybe is a Pokemon I'm going back you to that language class. Cannot get in the game otherwise. Okay. A good incentive. And uh, the history teacher marks something on your map and okay. how you find the four pseudo legendary or sorry the four other legendary Pokemon. Gotcha. Have I you sh- heard any of those or seen? No, any of I haven't them? seen anything about. There's, it's it's like it's very weird. They're very normal looking animals with like gems on them. There's a storyline about how they were cursed items, but they're actually Pokemon. I thought when I was hearing about this in the game that it was going to be the Sword and Shield uh, wolves. Oh yeah, somehow I mean, because, it seems kind of like them. Yeah, yeah. but uh, have in playing the game, have you ever found a sword in the ground that you've been asked if you want to pull it out or not? Okay. This is an audio medium, but I'm shaking my head. Yes, <laughs> furiously. Yeah. Those are how you unlock those doors. Those doors open and these Got legendary it. Pokemon came up. Um, also, ironically, they're not empty slots in your Pokedex. I don't know why or oh, how. Yeah. Weird. It's very weird. I Anyway. Um, but yeah, they're in the game. You can unlock them. And the history teacher marks where the doors are and okay. gives you a general area of like where you'll find those swords that you have to pull out. I'll go, um, I'll circle back and, and do as I'm yeah. doing my kind of like cleanup of the end game yes. activities uh, or post game activities. Yes. I will, um, a lot I will of post game activities though. I'm I'm totally down with what they've presented with me so far, which is just rechallenging all the gym leaders again, yes. which is always a thing I liked in in the older games too. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So there, there's the 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 classes that you can take. They're very silly. They're yeah. like little clips, and then it really is like a memory game. They tell you things, they ask you questions, and then you have to take a midterm and a final that's based on if you can remember what you learned in these classes. I don't like this. You could just look it up online. I've <laughs> no, known plenty of, of people that have cheated. I tried. I did fail a couple of times. <laughs> there's no punishment for failure. You just get to try it again. But um, Are you able to just not turn in your homework for, yeah, exactly. for many weeks and then make it up later? <laughs> I mean, you beat the game and didn't go to class, so I guess that is you're, true. You're... I, I was more, I was I had a bigger truancy record this yeah, time. Than you're you. playing as Patrick as, as your playthrough. <laughs> um, but so the classes are like a side thing. The gyms are very straightforward. They are yes. eight of them. They are it's specific a, types. You go into a building and talk to a receptionist. You do and, have to do a weird little thing first for each of them. Yeah, I do like. So you know, I talked about back in our in back way back in our first 
post hiatus episode <laughs> about Pokemon. Uh, I talked about how I, you know, it seemed like a virtual world because the world doesn't seem real. Yes. And they have definitely been making more of an effort as the generations have gone on to make it seem like a real place. Yes. And this is probably the most they've been able to do that. Yes. Where like these people have jobs and they're and have interests that kind of sort of aren't always re- related to Pokemon yes. uh, and things like that. We are like, oh, maybe there is like an actual world here. And they do that talk like in. they the gym leaders all talk about the other things that they do. Yes. They um they express that like being a gym leader is a job basically it's, yeah it's a job they have they're kind of fulfilling a role and this was this was something that I think really got introduced in Gen Eight that I liked yeah. where they're they are kind of fulfilling a role in your particular gym journey yes and they they flat out say too as you're refighting them they say like I ha- I have to. I have to toss out weaker Pokemon because I'm seen as like the, I don't know if you've refought the bug. uh, I haven't yet. No. So she says basically like, I'm the first person most people see. Mm -hmm. So I throw out really weak Pokemon and I basically lose on purpose. I'm not going to do that to you now. Yeah, it's just like that, that's the great thing about rechallenging them is, is is it's finally putting directly in context. And they and again, they did this mm-hmm. in, in Gen Eight also. But the idea of like now I get to use my real team against you yes. because I'm you know an adult who has yes. been a Pokemon trainer for <laughs> who's a while. been letting children whoop. Yeah, them. exactly. Whose job is to let literal children beat yep. me in like you yep. know this this whatever blood sport you want to call Pokemon battling. Two fun facts. Did you notice that sometimes when you challenge another student, it's just an old person? Yes, like, There I are students that. of all ages at this school, so it is, it is not just a school for kids. I mean, look, our college was had continuing education That's true. students. That's so true. So does, so does uh, Was there a computer Uva lab Academy where they or? learned to like check their, or Naranja Academy, which is mine. <laughs> yeah, was there a computer lab where they learned to like check their email? Yes, and exactly. They're always taking up space when you need to get in there to print something. <laughs> yep, I, I think that's exactly what's going on in this game. But yeah, they... Um, they, they're people of all backgrounds. And the other thing that I always think is so crazy in these games, and I, I feel like I have a memory of the original Pokemon games, like Red and Blue and especially, where like eventually you started fighting people, everybody had six Pokemon. In this, yes. I feel like nobody has six that Pokemon. Is, that is a modern Pokemon yes. thing that I still don't like. Yeah, right? Like, um, it's like, you, you, I can see that you have six slots. The, like, I can see that you have two Pokeballs and four empty slots, like, and you're just tossing one out and being like, nah, I gave it my all. It's there like, were so many trainer fights. Well, especially because the icon of how many Pokemon they had was so small, I yes. sometimes missed it. And so then, yeah, the fight would just end. And I'd be like, really? You still just had one? Yeah, like, you're standing in a lava... Like, you're standing on top of a mountain... <laughs> yeah, never with, like, level ran into that 80 Pokemon running around, and you have one level 75, like, grass type. Yeah. What the like, fuck? what are you doing here? Yeah, and they don't even, like... Uh, we didn't talk about ter- terrestrializing your Pokemon yet. It's a feature in this game. Nobody does that to you except for the gym leaders and the... No, the gym leaders. The gym leaders and any other kind of major story yes, battle. Yes, your your yeah. your your friendly rival or the other two characters yeah, that you run not into. Not the not the team star stuff, which we haven't gotten into the team yet. No. Um, I think we could talk about that next. But yeah, the gyms yeah. are pretty regular. They end each battle with a terrestrialized, similar to in Sword and Shield. The yeah, um, all the modern games have gigantic. starting. I, I count the modern games as when they they started being in three D, but the. Yes. Um, Starting with Gen 6, they've all had a gimmick. There's Mega Evolutions. Uh, there's Mega Evolutions in Gen 6. There's Z-Moves in Gen right, 7. Right, Z-Moves. 
Gen 8 had the, the Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing. Dynamaxing because and Gigantamax. the gym battles were in state. Which, another thing I liked about Gen 8, the gym battles were in the big stadiums. That was cool. Yeah, it was cool, and it was like a big sporting event. Yes. Um, but, and then this one, yeah, honestly, maybe my favorite of the gimmicks. You like done. the Terrastalizer. I like the Terrastalizer. Right. I think it's interesting. Well, I mean, let's just talk about it right yeah. now, because we're, we're talking about Terrastalizing. It is basically the ability to take whatever Pokemon you have. It has a secret Terrast or Terra type. Yes. The Terra type is a thing that could be exactly related to your Pokemon. Most of the regular ones that you catch in the wild or your yeah. starter Pokemon, its Terra type is what its regular it type is. It just amplifies what its yes. primary type is. It, yeah. it multiplies, thanks to the math class in this game, it multiplies every move of that type by one and a half. And if yep. your Pokemon is the same type as the Terra type, I think it does it two times or something like that. There's, there's, some, there's some really complex math behind it. Sure. But basically... It can have a Terra type. In the wild, you can find glowing gold Pokemon that have a different Terra type than the regular ones. Yeah, um, you can find those like dens that that yes. have the the Terra terrestrialized Pokemon in yes. them and do like a group a raid battle, yep. which is a, another carryover from from the eighth gen. From game. eighth, um, but basically, yeah. So you can have the different Terra types. You can also change your Terra type if you have a Terra shard and take them to the. Oh yeah, treasure I have a eatery. bunch of those, and I always forget. To oh, I never. I mean, I never bought it. But um, it is it is an interesting thing where, and all of the gym leaders do this, where they'll throw out a Pokemon that's like, it's the bug gym, they throw out a rock-type Pokemon. Yeah, and you're like, why? oh, I guess I'll, and I, I'll admit it, like, faked me out the, the first, first time. time. Just because yeah. my instinct was like, oh, I know what type that is, and I switched to the wrong thing. And, and then, then it turns into a bug type and whoops you. Well, I switched immediately to my oh, other, yeah. like, Pokemon <laughs> that was able to steamroll. It was like an early gym, yes. <laughs> so I wasn't yeah, that worried yeah. about it. Um, but yeah, it is, it is an interesting thing to suddenly have to be like either, oh, okay, this thing that is this type is now twice as strong or, yeah. oh, this thing that is a very different type is now a completely new type. If it has a move that has that type, it can really lay into you. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it is really interesting. Uh, and yeah, and those are the gyms, um, team star. Yes. So that in the grand tradition of Pokemon game, including yes. in, in in the grand tradition of Pokemon games, yes. I'm having trouble talking, uh, there is always an evil team or a bad but maybe misunderstood team or well, an annoying they, team or something. Uh, they've they've kind of started messing with with the team's role yes. in the past uh, few games. And so, and Team Star is kind of no exception because, and they are kind of introduced as an adversarial entity when you first meet yes. them. Yes, you think they're just going to be a bunch of mean bullies, right? That's what they—they they kind of seem like the mean kids at school, and you're put on that you get someone mysteriously Some mysterious calls, person through your phone. I predicted almost immediately who it was. Nice. He calls your phone, uh, your roto phone. Oh yeah, your your, your rotum, your rotum phone. Yes, um, it's a little Pokemon phone that is an actual Pokemon. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, Rotom, the Pokemon. And you can catch them also in this. Oh, so. can you catch Rotom? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I always liked Rotom. Um, I liked Electric Ghost as a combo. It's a good one. Uh, but yeah, you, this mysterious person calls you and says, we need, we need you to take down all of Team Star's bases, and you, this random person who just joined this school, is going to be the perfect person to do it. So you and your not very well disguised headmaster... <laughs> Clive. <laughs> which I really liked one, because when he first showed up, and I was like, well, it's obviously him. And it lets, but I liked that it let you just be like, "Oh, headmaster," and he's like, "What are you talking yeah, about?" Yeah, you can either go along with like one every of your school chums. Every one of them, it actually gave you the option to either like 
call him out or like yes, go with or go it. with it, yeah. And my favorite part was at the very, very end when he finally is like, It was me all along. You could pick one that was like, duh, or you could pick one that was like, I'm so surprised. My... And I did that just to be nice. Oh, because you felt bad for <laughs> yes. it. Yes. I what I thought was funny was that I didn't fall for it for a second <laughs> yes. the entire time. And then at the very end, when he reveals himself to Penny, she is surprised. She is surprised, and I was She's like, so that's, shocked. I was like, that's funny. Yeah. I, I like that that he finally managed to fool somebody. Yes. Um. But yeah, you're you're not. He disguises himself not very well as a student to try to like oversee what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But you have to go to these different bases throughout the map uh, and take on the team stars. Each one, and similar to gyms, they are each based around a separate type. Yep. Um, Which is the first thing that I did. I, since yeah. I chose Quaxley, the water type. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about what We did. Quaxley, Fuecoco, and Sprigat- uh, Sprigatito. Sprigatito? Yeah. Something like that. Like little, little grass cat? Yeah, little grass cat. Yeah. Um, I, I picked Quaxley, the water type. I marched straight to the fire. Because there was a fire icon. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm going to do this. It. Mm-hmm. it was hard. <laughs> yeah, I did it, win. It may not be. It, I don't think it's supposed to be your first stop. No, it is that. not. Um, I think it's supposed to be like your fourth or fifth. But I went straight for it, did it, and like got through it. Wow. I mean, those those fights also started to get kind of tough as as yes. they went. Um, it, it is weird because you always do this kind of you group always fight a car thing. Yeah, yeah. You first you always do this big group thing where you run in. Uh, that's my only, my only complaint about the bases is that they are basically all the same. Outside They're pretty of just identical. The, the Pokemon yeah. types. You use the um, you use the first three Pokemon in your party to do this kind of like run around using the auto. Feature. Well, it's the auto battle function yeah. in this game. It's actually it's a function I like. Yes. Um, for running around the open world where you kind of just let your Pokemon out and it will run around and attack other the, Pokemon, uh, wild level Pokemon. up slowly. Yeah, you don't get as much experience for doing it, but you can, you know, do it really fast. So Clears if there's a big out. crowd of them and your Pokemon's the, the right type, then it'll just mow through all of them. <laughs> and you'll just see, you, as you're like running around picking up items, you'll just hear like, it's <laughs> like, like they're, a bunch of like giraffe rigs are getting like taken out. The funny thing is sometimes I like, A, I always felt guilty if I auto-battled like a family of Pokemon where it's like a bunch of low levels and, and uh, one and higher one, level, yeah. uh, like one higher evolution one. It looks like a mother and its children. And I would send out to auto battle and just murder yeah, them all. I would go in and be like, well, the big one's more experienced, so I'm going to go for them first. Nice. <laughs> and just like, take them down and then mow And then it would just be yeah, they're the... killing the other ones. Or the other thing is if I ever auto battled with a Pokemon that was the same as the ones that I was having them fight. I felt oh, extra guilty. Like, like I sent oh. my Palmy out to like kill a family of Palmies and was like, Yeah, oh. that's kind of fucked up to yeah. just be like, they just look just like, you know, kill them. Yes. Um, so yeah, the, the auto battle function. So in the, in the, um, in the team layers, mm-hmm. you run around and do this. And once you kill a certain number, then you summon their, their leader who, yeah, always fights you on the back of this giant car. Yep. Uh, interesting choice, but but still a car uh, made of Pokemon, uh, powered by Pokemon. Yes, yeah, it is a Pokemon car. It is. It's like a Reva room, and then two of the other ones in the back, and then at one point you find out that it's powered by the like little fire type mm-hmm. Pokemon that you can find. It's very creepy. Yeah, it's 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 an there's there's some. There's some like kind of unsettling things yeah. in this game that I. This one confirms that you eat Pokemon too. Did you see that? No, I didn't, but I'm not that surprised. There are cloth sticks. That say that they're cloth claw meat. Oh yeah, yeah. So like this one, other time, other games have been like there was far fetched um, soup, right? 
Yes, or, I, there was there a was far-fetched a, meal there was about like the a leek curry. being in it. Yes, yeah, there and was there a was curry a slow poke tail soup, which was a, even a, an episode of the anime. Right, but that was it, the slow poke tail stuff. Though, at least in the old games, was was only stuff the bad guys were doing. Yes, yes, that was, but in this one, yeah, it is very one, normal just, that you're no, eating. No, that's they're the animals, and people eat animals. Yes. so they do also happens. in the Pokedex talk frequently about Pokemon killing other Pokemon. Like, Something that is surprising to me for a modern game that is primarily aimed at children is is very frank about death. Yes. It doesn't... I, I feel like this is... Growing up as a kid watching TV a lot, I was very used to anything... Like, we talked in a previous episode about watching a lot of Dragon Ball Z, and it was always yeah. very edited um, to not on TV. Murder people. So they would, they would talk around people dying mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of shows, anything that had the level of stakes, even that involved death would, yeah, would not address it so yeah. bluntly. And it was surprising for this Pokemon game to just, yeah, be like, or, you know, towards the end of the game, like the professor is actually dead the whole time. Yes. Um, yes. They, they, they flat out are like, no, the professor died three years ago. And the character who's the son, Arvin is still. Arvin is, it's Arvin in both games. Yes. Yeah. He can't get to break. It's either his dad or his mom yeah. is dead. And it's just flat out like, oh my God, my parent has been dead for three years. I've been talking to a robot replacement yep. of my parent. Um, yeah. I almost guessed it. I, I thought it was just going to be a computer speaking with the And then the real voice. one would be hidden away in the lab. Yeah, or exactly. Yep. And then, no, it was actually just a, a, a lifelike android yes. of, of the professor. Very like, creepy. Behaving very strangely because they're kind of like starting to malfunction. Yep. Uh, uh, is actually the replacement for his parent. Also, this was something that I thought when I got to the end of the game. <laughs> Shouldn't Arvin be the main character? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, so absolutely. The, the they third... keep talking to you, and meanwhile, you're tracking down his lost parent. And, like, there's the part near the end. We'll talk about Arvin because there's a lot to say about him. But there's a part near the end where he literally is like, "I'll hold them off. You go in to find." In, in my case, it was his mother. He's like, yeah. "You go to find my mom in there," and so you go in. Yes. And then it's like you're dealing with all the stuff of the mom being dead and everything, yes. and it's like your character is like impassively just like. Hmm, like just kind of staring yep. blankly because that's all you really ever do. Yep. And meanwhile, Arvin, and then Arvin kind of runs in late, way later and kind of gets told and is just like, all right, well, anyway. Like hurt. Yeah. Arvin is like hurt, but like processes it really quickly because he is not the star of the show. No, he, he's like, I can't take up too much screen yes. time. He does literally this. say when you first, I mean, first of all, he's the first owner of your legendary Pokemon that is your best friend throughout the entire yes. game. And he's just like, I can't be bothered. Take this thing. Yeah, which doesn't make any no. It doesn't make any sense why he does that. Nope. He also is the so Arvin is a is a boy you meet at school who is the the main arbiter of your third quest line, the which Titans, is the hunt for the Titan Pokemon, and it's mostly a hunt to find ingredients for delicious the sandwiches. Herba Mystica, the er, yeah, the Herba Mystica. Um, there's a there's a lot of focus on sandwiches in this. I mean, I I went to Spain a couple years ago, and it's, they love sandwiches. There's a lot of sandwiches. Really, they yeah. love sandwiches. Barcelona. Oh man, I was. More sandwich than man by they, the end of the trip. They love sandwiches? They love, yeah, sandwiches, yeah. <laughs> so they, um, actually, in, in Barcelona, it was a lot of, uh, it wasn't Spanish as much as if it was Catalonian. Cause it's, oh, all right, yeah. There was a, did you hear about this, that, no. that whole, like, Oh yes, that whole fucked up thing because it was it was pretty new when we when we went at the beginning of 2020. Yes, and so there were like signs up that were like free our political prisoners because yes. yes. there was they, they tried to secede and the Spanish government was like nope. Yep. and just locked them up. Yep, yep, um, not good, not great. Any, anyway, <laughs> very big um, thing, not in the Pokemon. Game. Not yet, not a part of that. The story goes to some darker places, but nothing like that. Yes, um, but the. Um, the cooking, the cooking, but the cooking mechanic in this one is based around sandwiches. It was about curries last time uh, in Gen Eight for for Great Britain. Uh, yes. But the um, 
but anyway, Arvin is trying to find these Herba Mysticas because he wants to heal his. You find out that yeah, his dog his, Pokemon his, Mabostif. Uh, Mabostif is basically dying. Yeah, it's it's it like is a, very. He's sad. like it's not like what happens normally where I could take it to a Pokemon. because you even like you can ask like, yes why don't you just take it to a Pokemon Center and he's like I tried that and it and like whatever happened to this thing he is basically like too was severe. in a fight yeah and nearly died saving mm-hmm. Arvin and now Arvin's trying to pay it back by like taking care of it also Arvin is a dick. Through most yeah, of the beginning of the of, game, he's a jerk to you at the at the beginning. So when you learn that it's because he's got a dying dog Pokemon and hasn't seen his parent in years, you <laughs> Arvin, maybe cut him some. Arvin's slack. having a hard time. Yes, he's, he is. Yeah, he's he's doing his best. It is funny though. So in your game, it's his mom. In my game, it's his dad. There's like one notebook that talks about like when that woman and her child came through in mine, and I'm really? it probably did something similar in yours, but I'm. He never talks about the other parent. No. So in my game, he never talks about his mom. In your game, I'm sure he never talks about his dad. No, he never does. Yeah, so it, it's very weird. I think he may even be, like, of two worlds or something. I couldn't figure it out. There's a, yeah, there's some weird, well, because also he was down, he had gone down into the final area before. Yes. That's how his Mabostif got hurt. Yes. Um, that's where his so, parent died. Yeah, that's what, basically, the professor built a time machine in the center of the region and a giant caused, crater in the middle that right has that essentially known caused as... some sort of like temporal like yes. dissonance um that results in these uh ancient or i guess in so your case future. futuristic yes. pokemon all of mine are like chrome it's very much like oh, the spongebob episode okay. where the future is all chrome that's every, it's every pokemon in chrome yeah actually they're... their shiny versions are all just fully chrome versions wow okay it's very funny the, the shiniest possible pokemon exactly could be. um yeah and, and for mine because it was based on going to the past it was all like prehistoric looking uh, my favorite is have you seen the prehistoric mag- magneton yes i had to fight one uh, so the, the sandy legs. shocks mm-hmm. is what it's saying it mm-hmm. looks so creepy it, <laughs> it did some damage to my team because i didn't know what i was like what the fuck type is this and what I, type is it do you even know is uh, it like a rock electric it's or? like uh yeah it's like a it's like rock electric or ground electric or something that's like that. really funny um but uh, i did i wound up beating it but it, it yeah it was it was used in the final <laughs> fight because that final battle against the evil ai they're pulling in professor there yeah they the, the fail safe for the time machine turns on when you're going to deactivate that it. Is and so it's dark. Just, anyway, we're, I'm, I'm skipping way ahead to the end, but like the, um, but the main quest uh, with Arvin is to go around. And the other perk for you as a player is you always give your sandwich to your, to uh, your buddy, your mount, Coridon or, or Miradon, yep. right? Yep. Uh, and they get a new like traversal ability. So yes. like you get the ability to run fast and then jump higher and, fly or like glide and like swim in water and then climb yeah. mo- the most useful one maybe is the climbing up the walls yes. one because then at that point you can basically just break them you map can go and everywhere. just go everywhere yeah i actually went and basically beat the titans first so i i went to a team star location and then once i realized what the titans did i was like well i need to just wipe these out so i can move around freely that's the other thing so the the team star the rewards for doing the team star ones just for me were points. the least Whereas League Points ends, like, you were able to make... so oh, I, more I, TMs in the TM machine. I do like the TM machine. So yes. so we talked about TMs and HMs before. You use bits and pieces um, of Pokemon that you fight yes. to mash into a CD, and then you can teach that to It your... doesn't make any sense. No, it's very weird. Um, and also, they make a comment at one point that it's like, oh, like, these, these bits and pieces of Pokemon that they drop, 
But then some of them are they, like, that's a piece of that Pokemon. Yeah, I was like, they you mean dropped in the sense that they yes. they dropped dead, yes. and so I guess technically dropped this. Also, to the Titans, you it's not very clear, but it's pretty clear that you're murdering the Titans. Because it says something about how they're like not natural. They've grown huge by yes. being regular Pokemon that ate the Herba Mystica. And they're like basically an abomination. Yeah, you're like putting them down. You are though, because yeah. they, they go away. Yeah. And and they say something like nobody ever says like murder that Pokemon, but they do say things like it's like not natural, it's not okay, and then it's gone. And they're like, it's they even have the now. characters question if they are even Pokemon at all. Yes. Um, which is kind of bizarre because I'm like, are there? You're like understanding the idea that there are animals that are not Pokemon, but aren't all the animals Pokemon? Yes. Um, yes. What's an animal that's not a Pokemon? Yeah. Does there, that exist? There isn't one. Yes. Um, so yeah, the, that whole dynamic is strange. Uh, I also. I didn't do that them all right away, but once I learned they were the traversal things, I prioritized yep. those quests uh, over the others, and and then got curb stomped by Arvin when I went to like <laughs> did like the final fight in that because you you go and yeah, you he's level seventy five, right? Uh, it's more in the sixties, but okay. it's uh, but yeah, but I was not there, and yeah, and he's like, I'll fight you out front, and you're like. And the quest line says, go fight Arvin. So I was like, okay, yeah, let's go do this. And then I'll, you know, and then I'll do, do the other quest lines. Yeah. And instead I did them then because, <laughs> yeah, because I was no match for him, uh, which was an interesting feeling for uh, any Pokemon, regular Pokemon game where I'm yeah. not, you know, playing by like Nuzlocke rules or something. To suddenly be yeah. completely out of your depth is very funny. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm losing this fight. I'm, I, there's not, I'm not going to be able to pull my way out of this, even with all the items I have. Mm -hmm. um, there were some tough fights though. So once you get through, you know, you get through the, the, the Pokemon League, especially yes. you get to go to, in this game, it's interesting because they, instead of there just being a Pokemon League champion, there is like a champion rank that you attain by yes. going through the Elite Four, and then you are one of presumably many champions. I like that they say it like that, though, because it, it, it at least makes it feel like you're not a 10-year-old. You are still a 10-year-old that somehow magically is the strongest Pokemon fighter around, and you right. just moved to you this area. some genius prodigy. Yes. But the thing that I like is that they're like, Nimona, your friend rival from the beginning, first of all, she says, oh, what if I get to start a Pokemon with her, like, and then we'll be, I'll get to, like, match her, or their speed, because it's, again, it's your nameless, genderless, uh, like, main character. Yeah. Match their speed as I, like, learn, as they learn, I can learn, which is really cool. Um, but it, it's also, like, last year I was the champion. Like, she very flatly says, like, yeah, she, I beat everything last then, year and was the best. And then towards the end, when you get to the top of the Pokemon League and uh, Gita, the, the, the chairwoman the of the top, Pokemon League. Top champ, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the, like, the actual, like, for real Pokemon champion says, oh, you know, it's, it had been a while before, like, someone was able to win and then Nimona won. Yes, exactly. Um, but, like, so at like, least sets it up to be, like, it's a thing that happens. But it is a thing that happens. But they, they try to emphasize that it's very challenging. And, yes. Um, maybe I had to get really lucky to beat one of those fights because my team is not well optimized to fight dragon Pokemon. It was and... it was a tough fight. And then also the last one is oh, a this rock... Is I, this is something I want to ask. Yeah. Sorry. What was your endgame lineup? Oh like, my! Who is, your, who is your team All kind right. of going into these? Because because the end of the game does like ratchet up the difficulty in terms of like the the final mm -hmm. battle. So I wound up kind of sticking to a team just so I didn't have to go around mm -hmm. grinding too much uh, for levels. I, I wound up sticking with a, a team that I had kind of started to coalesce already. So I, I've said this before, but I I still have a Quaxley. I keep my Quaxley unevolved. 
I also think I was not a big fan of the final evolution forms of the three main ones. They've grown on me more since the game has gone on. But I liked I, mine. But I yeah. have kept Quaxley Quaxley. So I had like a level 75 Quaxley. Okay. Um, I had Bexcalibur. Have you gotten uh, Bexcalibur at all yet? It is basically an ice Spinosaurus. It's pretty. No. Oh, that's cool. It is a dragon ice type, and it's pretty badass. Dragon ice is interesting. I had Houndstone. How is that a is that it's like a hound? Grievard. Um, oh, oh, the um, the yes, the, ghost, the dog ghost. The ghost gym leader had one of those. Yes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Houndstone, and then oh, the all the way upgraded um, Palmy, which I think becomes Palmot. Okay. Um, it's oh, a fighting electric. Did you use all uh, new Pokemon? I mean, I, as I'm saying it. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm wondering. I very well might have. I don't remember what my last one. Oh, uh, Noivern. So okay, Noivern so was yeah was. I have a shiny Noivern, so I was like, oh, actually, you know what? I I handicapped myself. I didn't have Noivern. I had Magikarp, but I had caught a magic Magikarp. I had caught a shiny Magikarp, so I have a level eighty shiny Magikarp. What it, does it just know? Splash and tackle. Yes, which I think is hilarious. And I assumed, because in a lot of these games, when you get through the final fight, it, like, takes a snapshot or, like, records what right, Pokemon you, you, you had. you, like, register your team. So I was purely doing this as a troll to have a gold Magikarp in the, yeah. like, picture or image or whatever. Would have been pretty good. And then you don't get yeah, one. Yeah, there's no Hall of Fame. Yes. At least, a, a maybe, maybe if you do all the post Maybe. Stuff, but... uh, I didn't see it. But yeah. I was so mad because I was like, I had literally handicapped myself. The fights were actually much harder. There were yeah, a few you times, had one useless Pokemon. Yeah, there were a few times I got down and all I had left was Magikarp, and I used a like max revive on somebody else quickly yep. to then just like suck up some punches. That Magikarp and go back. was just a meat shield. Yeah, but it was yeah. also level like eighty or eighty five at that point, sure. so it was funny to me. But yeah, no, <laughs> that's so funny. I. <laughs> Forget magic card. Uh, yeah, I had so I had picked um, Fue Coco, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Uh, fire kind of alligator, mm-hmm. uh, as Which mine. Which turns into an opera singer. Yeah, that's basically what that what that is. Skeleton. Skeleton. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a Dia de los Muertos, like yep. a opera like singer. operatic uh, one. It, it literally has a move called Torch Song, which is incredibly overpowered. And its uh, little bird friend turns into t- a microphone turns into, and then turns yeah, into yep. like what flies. Turns forward. into the and then raises your special attack. It's oh, nice! A move that carried me through a lot of difficult fights because <laughs> I would just get into a streak where I had used the move enough times nice. that I was one shotting everything. Nice. Uh, so yeah, Skeletors. So here's the thing for me. I'll I'll go through my team. Yes. I I now nickname every Pokemon that I get. Yeah. And uh, you trade me as you as you noticed when I and and usually it's just the kind of the first thing I think of. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I did get to a point at one point where I forgot what my Pokemon was called, and so the. <laughs> The Pokemon Center lady was like, your Skeletors and the rest of your team look great. And I was like, that's not... I was like, is the game glitching out? I have like, no Skeletors. I have a Gator Boy. Is that, <laughs> is that what you mean? I said see um, you later, boy. <laughs> yeah, spelled like the song uh, Skater Boy. Nice. Uh, by uh, Avril, Avril Lavigne. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I yeah I had a Skeletors named Gator Boy. I had a uh, Ampharos, the, the evolution of Mareep. Oh, um, yeah. Nice. Named Bleed It. Nice. Uh, like beat it by Michael but Jackson, bleat it. Um, but yep. bleat it like a sheep. Get it? Um, I had a oh God. I had a Scyther, which I didn't come up with a good name for. Is named like gotcha. Fleiser or something. <laughs> it's just, it was one gotta, where I was like, I'll change it later, and then I just never got around. You got to trade me it. that boy, so you can get yourself a Scyther. You know? Yeah, I, but honestly, my I like 
keeping a regular sight there also because oh, I like right. having the flying type and mm -hmm. he had um uh, what is it specialist or whichever one where it like it like vastly increases the power of weaker attacks oh nice and so and he had like wing attack and aerial ace which are like just at the threshold where that ability takes effect nice uh, so he was he was really useful nice um uh so yeah at scyther i had uh medicham i forget i forget what the nickname was for that but um i That's had a fighting that psychic. was fighting psychic I had, did I do any other new Pokemon? Oh, I had a, I, my last addition to the team that I brought with me to the Pokemon League was that little tiny fish dragon. Oh, uh, yeah. Ta um, ta uh, Tat something. I just changed it to Tatsu. I think it's Tatsujiri. And, yeah, Tatsu yeah. was his name, but he, uh, It's yeah, a weird one. It's a dragon type, sushi, sushi looking dragon type. Mm -hmm. They come in three forms, which is really frustrating. Yep. Um, but it is, it's a, a shockingly strong Pokemon. Yeah, it's a very strong special attacker. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it both simultaneously helped me a lot and also got me into some difficult situations because it's not very durable. Nice. Um, Tatsugiri, I think. Yeah, Tatsugiri, that sounds right. Um, but yeah, I just shortened it to Tatsu, like my favorite character from the Ninja Turtles movie. Nice. Um, uh, who am I forgetting? I had I had the uh, regional Wooper for a while. The um, ground the, poison the ground is poison nice. one that I named Woo Girl. Uh, that's, <laughs> I forget what the name of the evolution was, but that one I didn't... Quagmire, name. right? Quagsire. Quagsire is the original evolution. And it's but this Quagmire, one... I think, isn't it? No, it's... Oh, Claude, Claude, Claude Sire. Claude Sire is the one. Yeah, there it is. Um, that one didn't make it to the very end with me, but it but it was on my team for I a while. I love that the, the regional variant... The Wooper is just a different color with like some little different elements. And, and then, then it the... turns into like a big, ugly thing. Well, it's yeah. it's a it's a reverse Quagsire. So Quagsire, it's like got a little head and a big body, and this one's mm -hmm. got a... Like, basically, the face is on the butt now, mm -hmm. which is very funny to me. Yeah, it... That was a good type combo to have, but then I switched it out for... Shoot, now I'm forgetting what my other Pokemon were, which is not good because they all served me very well during my final battle. <laughs> you didn't have a um, golden I had Magikarp. a Cacturn uh, that I just named Taciturn because that was the first word that popped in my head when I saw its name. Nice. Uh, but Grass Dark, very useful combo. And yep. then, what was my last one? I think um, that uh, that's six then, isn't it? Taciturn, Tatsugiri, uh, Scyther... Gator Boy, Gator Boy, Medicham, Medicham, and, no, and I had one more. You you said it already. I, I think. bleed it. I had bleed it. Yeah, the there Amphiros. you go. Yeah, there this has my full team. Yeah, yeah. My Ampharos was honestly just it has the ability static, and there were a couple fights. She's paralyzed. There were a couple fights towards the end that got really hairy. Like my actually, I had a I had trouble with the fight against the uh, the headmaster uh -huh, in front uh -huh. of the school because he had the fully evolved Quaxley. Yep. Uh, and it was a very powerful attacker that kept one-shotting my guys. Um, so I just revive. I kept reviving Ampharos and throwing it back out to get killed. Oh, and that makes sense too. Yeah. He actually has the final evolved form of the third starter that didn't yeah, get he picked. Take, he takes yes. whichever starter didn't get picked. Yes. Um, and that's the one that's strong against your starter. Yes. Uh, but he, yeah, I, I basically just had to keep reviving Ampharos and throwing it in the way of the attacks until finally one of them activated static and paralyzed the thing so that I could, because it was so fast, I could never get an attack. Yeah. Um, so I was able to go first. I did that again on the, uh, I was really ill-equipped for handling dragon-type Pokemon because I only really had that tiny little fish. Oh, uh, yeah, and, as the other dragon And so type. the Elite Four guy, who was a... I should have known they were going to do another dragon Elite well, he, Four uh, Sorry, person. you didn't take the classes. He tells you that he's going to fight and is shouldn't a dragon-type fighter. Shouldn't have skipped school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. you learned your lesson. Yeah, he's your art teacher, and at one point in time, you find out that he has, like, abandoned his dragon-taming family, and he tells you that really? he's in the Elite Four. Yes. 
to be an art teacher. Yes. I mean, I, we all have our passions, I guess. Yeah, that's the that's the joke. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I didn't because I foolishly skipped class. I did not. Uh, I was a fool and did not stay in school. Um. I uh, I did not know he was a dragon tamer, and so I yep. didn't have a fairy type with me or anything with ice attacks gotcha. in my party, and so it, it, that fight gave me a lot of trouble. Um, but then those two, and that was about it in terms of like, and and the one time I lost to Arvin cause I was just underleveled. Um, and then honestly, actually, even the time I beat him, I also had to do the, the Amphara switch out with the, the thing about doing those fights that way is like, obviously they give you plenty of money so you can buy all the mm-hmm. items you want. Mm-hmm. But then every time the characters were like, wow, your battling ability is so amazing. I'm like, I wish they would just say like, wow, you must've had a lot of money to buy all those revives. They kept bringing your team back with. <laughs> Meanwhile, I used no items. Yeah, that is, yeah. I that mean, you're allowed a, to spam them. That is actually a thing that I found odd in this game is that even the, the end game fights, they never used items. That's Cause true. Because in, in the older games, they'll, the, use, the they'll use like an would, X attack or they, or they would have like full restores a potion. And, and things to like heal their, to heal their Pokemon. And this one, they never did that. Yeah, that's true. They no never items. once used an item. Um, that is true. Yeah. It's kind of impressive how they can be challenging without it. Yeah. But I, I do think that's odd. Yeah, yeah, No, that is absolutely true. Um, so anyway, so I guess we can talk, we can go through the plot a little bit more, I guess. We, we went, you go through oh, all yeah. the three main quest lines. And then you get into the, the Area Zero. We talked a lot yes. about Area Zero, but the, first of all, the reason I really, really wanted to talk to you about it was the music. Did you uh, listen to the music? I didn't listen that closely. To okay. Uh, well, maybe if I can get a clip and play it in here, I'll do that. But if I can't, just bear with me. It does. Song. It, it is. It is pretty surreal. So there's like people singing and like mm-hmm. gongs and stuff. And yes. It's very much like the whole area. I was like, wow. I I feel like I stepped out of a Pokemon game into a Final Fantasy game. It gets very JRPG, yes. Japanese RPG uh, towards the end there, especially when when you get into the big room with the time machine in it yes. and like that. It, you kind of you can also kind of see where a lot of the production values went in yes. terms of like the cutscenes. Uh, you have to walk the whole way down. Yeah, you, you like lose to, the ability to ride on your. Yeah, your ride Pokemon gets is clearly like dealing with some kind of trauma. Your Bikemon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your Vehicomon. Yes. Uh, doesn't doesn't want to be ridden. Yes. So you have to just walk with your friends down, and you have to stop into these stations to like unlock these locks to the big vault at the bottom. Yep. And you know are gradually not very subtly tipped off that the professor who's communicating with you may not be an actual living person yes because uh, they start malfunctioning in ways yes. that are a little unsettling and it is i i, I really liked that part of the game yeah, like i yeah, it, it, cool. it felt eerie it felt creepy it kind of gave me like final fantasy 7 vibes or something where i was like i feel like we are kids in a very dark creepy place you don't normally feel like you're in danger at all in yes. these games uh and this was one time where you went to a place you weren't supposed to. Yeah. Kind of like, this is not... And, like, yeah, the Pokemon are all strange. Well, there are some... I killed a lot of Golducks running around. Oh, yeah, there are some regular Pokemon but there are some. I kind of wish they had all just been... I know, I agree alien-looking Pokemon. That, or at least, like, all weird Terra types or right. something. Yeah. No, yeah, you, there, there are like, just some regular-ass Pokemon I'll running around. I'll have to get you one of the primal Jigglypuffs I ran into. Oh, yes. Um, uh, what is it called? Something it's called, like, Screamtail or something. Yeah, crazy. I love that. 
but yeah, you get attacked by some of the weird Pokemon going down that you that no one recognizes and aren't in your Pokedex. And then you get to the bottom, and it's like this big vault. Yes. And inside of a giant Terra crystal. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Inside of a giant crystal, because that's where the, you've dis, you discern on your way down that that's where the Terra crystals are coming from. Yes. Is, How is like Terra Terra is a thing is that it came out of this crater. Right. So you get to the bottom. You have kind of a big fight with a bunch of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. The other version of your ride Pokemon shows up and antagonizes yours, and yes. then goes into the vault. Uh, and then you chase after it while your friends stay behind. Again, kind of robbing Arvin of, of a very yes. like powerful like character beat. Well, the amazing thing is too is that you they think everybody's talking and they're like, oh, like there is this well, other. We should, we should also emphasize because we kind of skipped over this. Nimona and Penny, who's the person sending you after Team Star, are, the, are the other two. Yes. Are the other people with you? Yes, Nimona yes. is your gym like gym storyline partner. Penny very is your team for fighting. Yes. Yeah. Penny is your team star partner. Yeah. Very cute backpack. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, the Eevee backpack. Mm-hmm. And it has a full Eevee, Eeveelution yeah. team, which is really cool. Yeah, that was neat. Um, and Arvin, who is your Titan partner, the, the the four of you go down together. You discover that you're all actually friends. They say kind of mean things to each other as they're going down at first. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, even that dialogue, like, it was very sweet. I don't yeah. know. I was very moved by the end of the game. It, it does a good job at... I have one major complaint yes. about how of how that stuff is handled, but I will save it. Okay. Um, it's it's not really a criticism of like the writing or anything. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, they you're right. You see them, that these people who haven't really interacted that much throughout the story, yep. but now are together with you, kind of naturally sort of butt heads a little bit, but then work their way through it and talk about together. it. I mean, find out that Arvin has lost his parents, <laughs> right, or at least they, one, but maybe both. They're as kind of like, oh, well, maybe I'll cut you a little slack. Yes, for literally for being kind of prickly because. Literally going through it, um, uh, but yeah. So you get to the bottom. Everyone still stays behind to kind of hold off the horde of of, yep. pr- of either primal or future Pokemon yes. that are attacking you. Um, and yeah, you've learned that there's a time machine down here that has been linked to a different time period and again, is releasing these dangerous is, Pokemon. Yeah, releasing these dangerous Pokemon into the world, which is where the Titans came from that you fought earlier in the game. And oh, yeah, they're called in, Paradox Pokemon too. In this, the like the. The ones, the past and future yes, Pokemon. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're, like, not meant to be. Yes. Um, so you go you go in, yeah, you find the creepy android version of the professor, find out that the actual professor is dead. Yeah, died uh, three years prior yes. in a fight between the two, your ride Pokemon and the other version of your ride Pokemon yes. that hate each other and had a territory battle. Yes, yeah, they had a territorial dispute. That's why yours was injured when you first found it. Yep. Um... And then you go back in, go with the creepy android back into like this back giant back cavern, where the time machine is. Yes. And they they tell you to deactivate the time machine, but then they're like, "By the way, I'm going to attack you." Yes, because I have programming that will make me fight you. Yeah, I will be overridden by the, like, preservation system of the... That the real professor put in place. Yes, yeah, the real... You are essentially fighting against the real professor as the final boss of the game. Which is so creepy, too, because it is... Like, the AI professor is like, I've spent the past three years feeling... Having all the memories of the real professor and feeling kind of bad about it. Yeah. And then in the final battle, you are fighting the, the... programming that the original professor put in and is pissed that you're trying to close it yeah that that as much as possible that professor is is like manifesting itself him or herself to be like i do not turn this thing off yes i will stop you. like this is my life's work yeah 
maybe I'm dead now. I mean, I'm definitely dead. Maybe I know that I'm dead now. Don't touch it. And you're yeah. like, I'm not going to yeah. listen to you. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do and it like in front of your son. thing opens up, and like the giant platform comes out of yes. the grass. gets very Final Fantasy yes. towards towards the end there. And then, yeah, you have this big fight a bit against what is essentially a team of like pseudo-legendary Pokemon. Yep. Um, it is a pretty tough battle, and then uh, pretty pretty worthy of a fight. Because then the actual final fight is like kind kind of scripted, which uh, is fine. Your yeah. your Coridon or Muridon versus the other one. Yes, which uh, I did notice too. Like uh, there are different terror types. At least mine were. My Muridon is a dragon terror type. That mm-hmm. one was a lightning terror type, and then yeah, all of my moves, dragon and fire for mine. Yeah. Nice. All of my moves like, matched perfectly against theirs, so as soon as I terastalized and did the attack I knew I had to do, I won. I was like, oh, this is this this fight's kind of on rails, but that's a, the, the real final fight was the one leading up to it. Yes. Um, and that's, that's a lot of RPGs do that. That's yes. fine. That's, it, was, it, was, it was still a fine experience. It was a good storyline, so. Um, and, oh, shoot, I was going to say something about that. Now I, I completely forgot. Oh, um, no, it's okay. I, I, and so then you, you beat that battle, and the, the, the android decides to go into the time machine yes, before it shuts down. Yes, mine goes into the future because yeah. it, he realizes watching you children go through your adventure that they have never experienced true adventure yes, like this. And now... Arvin's mom came to a similar conclusion yes, to mine. Yes, yes. And now they want to go into the time machine to experience an, an adventure. Yep. Uh, which I found very interesting. Yeah, I guess it it, it kind of touches on this idea that this is a machine that has not actually lived. It yes. just has a bunch of memories from the a professor, human that is from dead a human now. that it, but it, <laughs> it 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 knows that those memories are not its own. Yes, and it, so it's it's how it talks to you is very strange, and yeah, and how it thinks about things is is very odd. And then yeah, it goes in and. Yeah, Arvin gets to kind of really fast track his his uh his experience his of mourning of character his, arc yeah, <laughs> at that point. The death of his parent. Uh and has to get over it very quickly because he's not the star of the show. Mm-hmm. And then you uh beat the game. You yeah. you very easily get out of area zero. You're yeah, just you kinda like, leave. let's go, and then you're back. Yeah, you could just leave. Um and then now you can go in and, and leave whenever you want, like post game. Yeah. Um, you can still find the Paradox Pokemon down there. So I've been going through to try to catch a lot of I'll those. catch some so I can trade them with you oh, for yeah. sure. Um, and yeah, no, it, it is, it's interesting how it kind of all wraps up. You do get in trouble with the director a little bit. He's like, you did go to an illegal yeah. place. <laughs> it was like, yeah, you basically like broke into Area 51 yes. as a bunch of kids. But also you saved the world. So he's like, I guess I'll let it pass. It's a fair trade. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's, it's one of those things that, I, and I, I like that they did this this way. And they, they kind of did it like this a little bit in, in Gen 8 also. The older Pokemon games, though, once they started introducing world-ending stakes, it felt kind of silly to then have to go back to the Pokemon yes. gym challenge. Because you're like, shouldn't I just become champion because I literally saved all of existence? Yes, exactly. Um, and no, you this one puts the it. savior of existence after the, the gym end, challenge. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so you, you, yeah, you've done that. And then, yeah, that they kind of opens the post game, uh, rematch fight and a bunch of other new things, mm-hmm. like stuff to mm-hmm. do in the big open world. And you have all your traversal abilities and you've got, you know, powerful Pokemon. You finally get a master ball right at the end. Oh, that's what I was going to say before. The during the fight with the uh, professor, yeah, all of their Pokeballs are master, are master balls. balls. He does, yeah, he holds them all, and yeah. you see that they're. Ma- I did mm-hmm. think that was a really cool touch. Yeah, 
Because, um, of course, if you were, like, a brilliant inventor, yes. you would just invent the one that works every time to use every time. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, you'd be walking around catching level three uh, uh, sputals <laughs> in uh, Master Balls. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, I, I really... I enjoyed it. I liked the little wrap-up. I thought it was cute. I thought it was kind of fun. Um, and, yeah, it's a neat story. And then yeah. there is a lot of post-game stuff. Uh, one thing, did you notice that there is a spot on the map that is, like, blacked out with a dotted line? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, to the, like, north, uh, east. Okay. I'm positive it's gonna be the DLC area. Yeah, probably. DLC area. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll show you after this. But it, it is a little area where it's like, okay, it's pretty clear. Something's gonna happen there. You're gonna be able to go and, like, that will be that the, will be the DLC area. the separate area. DLC area. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, we didn't talk about the bugs, but uh, I did put that on the list. We should make some time. If, if we make time for nothing else, we should make time for this. Yeah, because it is an insanely buggy game. Right. So when we mentioned earlier how uh, when they announced that this game was coming out in November, the general consensus amongst people was that's too soon. Yes. And it's because they already, with Pokemon Arceus, were showing that they were having a little bit of trouble making yes. games at this scale yep um because that game was also kind of buggy and, and had some performance issues where it didn't run very well even yep. though it was built for this hardware yep um and so and like the switch is not super powerful hardware nope. uh, especially not now it's it's definitely showing its age but like you're building the game for that hardware and also it can run this yeah like it's like this is not a very like the art style is nice in this pokemon game, yeah but, but it's, it's not, not it's not super, super demanding detailed. yeah no. Except if you notice if you go more than 10 feet away from any Pokemon or person. Everyone starts just, like, phasing. Yeah, going yeah. to, like, three frames a second. Like, it is, like, so choppy. I know. I always imagined when I ran up to, like, an NPC that they'd be like, You saved me! Please, <laughs> stay close! Just don't leave me. <laughs> I want to oh, be able no, to walk. I'm skipping again! <laughs> <laughs> it's just it is. It's so wild. Even in the background, like, anytime there's a Pokemon just, like, hanging around, it's like, chop, 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 Yeah, chop, it's, chop, like, chop. literally just, like frame by frame moving yes. um so that it's it's rough it's got it's got a lot of like pop in which is where things in the distance will like appear yep. just out of nowhere as models you completely the, disappear yeah because the game has trouble rendering them and there's it's just it's very janky across the board and it's just it makes me sad because i think it, it will I turn just, off people i yeah it, it makes me sad one because there's so many it's clear that game freak really like gave a damn about this game and yeah. like put a lot of ideas into it and a lot of like and we're clearly like passionate about the stuff we didn't even talk about how like the entire team star story is basically just a treatise about how oh, bad yeah, bullying, about bullying is yeah uh, which like yeah, oh, all cool. these like they just put that in the game they were like we want to make a statement about yeah. this and so and it, it is. is done in a nice way there are weird kids that it is clear would be bullied in a school and yeah. they stood up to their bullies their bullies ran away without ever fighting and then the school establishment vilified them yes. as the as the bad guys yes and and, like, and you do treat them like villains until you realize like oh wait they're all actually really good people yeah. who just wanted to like live their own lives and like be able to hang out with their friends i did like that story yeah, a lot yeah that's that I, I complained about the rewards not being very good, but the real reward was the, was the <laughs> message. Was the uh, bullying all yeah, along. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I don't think that was the message. <laughs> it was to bully people, right? Yeah. That's what I took away. Um, no, that's what it is in Violet. In, in Scarlet, they tell Scarlet, you not to they bully. Scarlet, they tell you not to bully. Violet, Violet they're like, definitely bully In the future, kids. we're all bullies. <laughs> uh, is, is how that works. That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the... Um, Oh shoot! I... Bugs. Yeah, bugs. Uh, so the thing that upsets so the, you. Yeah, the thing that upset me is that 
um, it, it's just it's become the discourse about this game is just the about bugs. the bugs. Yeah, and and unfortunately, there's a tendency among not everyone, but among a large percentage of the uh, gaming community. I mean, bullies that I feel like tend to regard game developers with contempt. The oh, people yes. who make the games that they identify themselves around and call themselves gamers, they despise. And yes, I unless agree. they are perfect, and even if they are perfect, they usually credit just a single creator, like yep. a Hideo, you know, and it's not like people like Hideo Kojima yep. and, and Shinji Mikami and like, uh, you know, other like famous creators deserve credit for being visionaries, but yes. like, there are a lot of people that, that make video games. Yes, there are people and, who have to like paint textures on things and like. Yeah. Do the code to make sure right. that you Coding can, like... is hard. Yeah, choose the correct item off a list of items, and it'll charge your account the right amount of fake dollars and stuff. I promise I won't do this every single time, but I'm going <laughs> to shout out a YouTube channel that I follow. All right, yeah, do it. Um, no, it's called, great. Called uh, Matt McMuscles is his name. All right. Uh, but he does a series called What Happened, uh, where he talks about... He's branched out in now into, like, talking about, like, movies and things, too. But, oh, cool. But, it's, but it was originally about video games. Uh where he talks about like de- you know famous debacles or or sometimes lesser known like you know problem projects mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. things that were canceled and and you know talks about what happens to them mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten if it was a if it was a famously bad video game it's because it was poorly planned and people weren't given enough resources to to like make the project mm-hmm. and yeah they were rushed they didn't have time to do testing yep and all that stuff and like that's the thing too is like no one wants to make a bad video game yeah like if the, if usually if if you want to blame anyone for a game being bad, point your finger upward. And yeah, blame the publisher, and like, the, the like CEO. management. It's bad management. It's bad leadership. It's yeah. or it's just, and unfortunately, in the case of Pokemon, it's just this this thing where the Pokemon company has this kind of like mechanism by which they manage the Pokemon brand. Yes. And so it's like every game is tied to a, a you know a season of the anime and like new trading cards and. There are merch merchandise yeah. and all holiday these, seasons, all things these that are things that have to money. be timed yeah. just so. And like, but they they made that system for themselves. Yes, like you can't just use that as an excuse to to say these games have to come out at a certain time. Yes, and like you know, Game Freak Game Freak's not above criticism as a developer, right? Like there are things that I think they're not that was terribly good at, uh, it, or or have challenges with, especially as they kind of venture into this sort of like console-sized video game space yeah. versus the handhelds that they were used to making. Um, and so it, it's... Well, actually, to that end, talking about coming from handhelds and going to consoles, one of the more frustrating things in this game is the pathing is like really bad. Characters walk in a straight line, turn 90 degrees, oh, yeah, talk to you. Like, walk. like it, it's pretty clear that like, you know, the world of like open world and like non isometric gaming is like pretty clearly pretty what they're new. used to yeah. and that this is different yeah they're, um, they're which they're is fine trying to get their seat and like the thing is is like you know the publisher of this is nintendo mm-hmm. Ninten- and and i think this is starting now because the because the outcry about the performance was so bad this time yeah nintendo i think is starting to lean because they've kind of been letting the pokemon company do their own thing mm-hmm. and you know, because you know, Pokemon doesn't even show up in Nintendo Directs anymore. They do their own presentations, yes. and and you know, have kind of been operating independently. Uh, but I think, I think Nintendo, Nintendo's going to put I the think, pressure. I think Nintendo's going to start leaning on them a little yeah. bit to be like, look, like, you know, we have Monolith Soft who makes these huge games on our hardware. Like, I'm not a Xenoblade fan, but those games look incredible yes. on that system. 
and like they know how to and like they were the ones who helped make breath of the wild and stuff yeah. like that so like we have resources who know how to make open worlds we're we gonna have, start to use we also them. have a shit ton of money because we like we make money on everything we sell yes um and so you know we can afford to to help you and like and also like nintendo is not shy about delaying games yep and that's that is like a, a if if nothing else that's one of the most notable things about the Pokemon release cycle compared to other you know what are normally thought of as major Nintendo properties is that like Nintendo will delay a game if they feel like it's not ready yeah and they they'll and they normally like, release things that are very well baked and like yeah very well yeah put together. So very well optimized very well polished and so th- this thing being so underbaked was clearly like this was a decision made that you know maybe Nintendo should have stepped in to do something about, mm-hmm. but was clearly like bad management from the Pokemon company and just, and poor game freak. I think those develop, it must be a bad place to work. I feel bad for those developers. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's but they made it. an amazing thing. Like, I think they're very passionate and that's probably what makes, yeah. which is why we're not hearing so much about like the working conditions. Cause I, I, I think like rockstar and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like some other uh, developers we could mention, but um, we just did rockstar, rockstar, blizzard. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. Um, but it's, uh, it, I, I just really feel for them. And I, it, like, another month of QAing, like, if it was coming out now. Yeah, I think it would be in a much I, better I place. I think it would have looked so much better. Yes. And, you know, Nintendo put out a statement saying, like, we are sorry about this. Like, we are going to work to make this yeah. better. And, like, they put out one patch that has already improved things somewhat. Yeah, and um, I mean, and I, I didn't experience any game-breaking bugs. Yeah, nothing, Did you? I didn't have the game crash on I've me, heard of really. people having crashes yeah. and crash problems the the most frustrating bug that I experience is that terror raids are pretty broken so like health bars will dive down and then refill magically or like suddenly the menu disappears and then you can't use it but terror raids are also yeah. a very ex- like extracurricular activity in the game so yeah not as essential yeah it is um, what it is it's it's fine um but yeah, no, it's 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 just a shame, and and I hope that as they continue to patch it, you know, maybe in time for the DLC to come out, maybe they can kind of reclaim some of the discussion around yeah. this game on kind of what they accomplished with it, because I think they accomplished a lot. And I just, if I may get on my soapbox for just a second, even though he's, was, he's pulling out of, a soapbox right now, I kind now. of had one foot on it already. I didn't even see that he brought it with him, and he just, I he just pulled it out. I I'm like, and you know, we don't have a, a big audience here, but I, <laughs> I'm just begging the gaming community, please please like get an understanding of what it takes to make video games like have some empathy for for the type of work yes. that comes in yes. i think we're slowly starting to see yes. it with like you know talk about crunch and and yes. crunch culture and things like that um, but like please like let's let's retire certain terms like the idea of like game developers being lazy that's something that oh, always yes, gets no. thrown around and it's like if you say a game developer is lazy you should be automatically enrolled into a coding boot camp where you're made to, <laughs> and then and then immediately fast tracked into a project where the project manager keeps reminding you that the deadline's next week and no you can't take your PTO even if your like dog is sick and then yeah. and then after you t- you put it out you're told you have no time to QA it you have to put it out right away and immediately start working on the on the patch to fix the obvious bugs that are in it and then automatically have notifications go off on your phone of people on Twitter telling you that you're lazy. Yes. Like like that like just try to think about what these people are going through. And again, yes. it, there are so many fruitful discussions we could have about game design, about things that you could actually be critical about in terms of how game game industry is managed mm-hmm. and like all this stuff like like there's so many things we could discuss. Let's please stop putting it on the backs of these poor developers who Again, not ever, not everyone's perfect, but I think as a group, 
are, are generally the most blameless when it comes to why games are bad. Hey, they're the whole reason that the thing exists. They have too. to be made allowed to do that. I just ever since you know the the past couple past few years when I'm working more in software development yeah. as, a, as a project manager, I just, I feel a lot more strongly for like the, how hard it is to write software. And, and I've seen firsthand how catastrophically it can go wrong. If you try to push a product product out that isn't properly QA yeah. versus giving it just even a couple extra weeks yeah, absolutely. Uh, of dedicated time to, to do testing and, and iron out bugs and things like that. Absolutely. So anyway, I'm done done preaching about he's about, putting away the box uh, folks. The, putting the box away no but um, it, it it needs to be said and, and like it is it's it's punching down really like it yeah. is no matter how you want to look at it these are not the people they are they are stuck at their desks they are writing lines and lines of code it is it's yeah. it's it can be thankless in the moment and the I, least that we can do is acknowledge what they put in and, and the interesting things that came out yeah. of it for most games and i was guilty of thinking like this too when i was younger for sure i i'm i'm sure i said not flattering things about i've always been perfect for certain game developers yeah and meanwhile perfect patrick was trying yes. to to tell me what that's was, what they called me what perfect right. patrick that's they were like you know he that guy's got future sight he just knows anyone <laughs> who knows us knows that's what we've always thought about patrick um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you know, it's it's important to learn these things, and, yeah. and I and I think it's just uh, I, my hope is we're we're trending in the right direction here, and it, it upsets me when I still see that type of rhetoric being thrown around. Agreed. And, uh, I just I hope Game Freak gets the the support that they want and, yes. and need to to really make these games successful because like this is the right direction for Pokemon to go in. Absolutely, they need I to keep agree. making games like this and continue to improve on how to make a big like living world of yeah. Pokemon. That's all people have wanted. Yep. And so like, if you need more help doing that, if like the Pokemon company has to spend some of their merchandising profits on like hiring more people to like make your team bigger um, or, or, you know, maybe bring in some of those studios that are helping you outsource to like do some of like the grunt work. That's not that lets frees you up for creative stuff or, or helps you QA, like whatever it takes to, to yeah, be Yeah, We really want to see, we want to see the, the, you know, what it can be. Exactly, and this and it. We it, want them to be the very best, like that, no one ever was. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And was doesn't rhyme with cause, but they say <laughs> that doesn't. in the song. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. We want them to be the very best. The, this game is has so many great things in it. It and, is. And it's so, a really great game. I'm glad. I mean, we talked about the bugs because we had to talk about the bugs. But like, that is the message overall. Is this was a really good experience? It was yeah. a great entry into the series. It is a good game, and it it's fun. It's like it it feels good. This is the first modern Pokemon game that I think I will go back to down the nice. line. I have not felt that compelled to go back to. Even though there are things I liked about Sword and Shield, I've not felt compelled to go back to it. I'm um, frantically working with our friend Jessica Petrobono to finish my Pokedex, and this will be the first time I've ever finished a Pokedex. Hey, very nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I will. I will go back to this one for sure. I, I'll. I'll pick a new starter, do another adventure, not right away, but but I will. Yeah. Uh, I will at some point do that. So nice. And I'm looking forward to it. Um, that's awesome. I mean, we. This is going to be our longest podcast yet our longest episode is the bonus episode it is it is i mean hey you know that's normally people lock these behind patreons but we're giving it away for free so yeah um that is we we did talk the longest are you playing anything else right now what have you been using so in your free time i described myself as being distracted i kind of already explained that i was doing a lot of video game sorting um i i have my steam deck and i now have over a terabyte of space in it to fill with stuff 
Uh, so it's mostly been a lot of like tinkering around. I, I got a dock also as part of Black oh, Friday nice. sale. Oh, nice. So you can hook it up to the TV. So I can hook it up to the TV. Um, I'm thinking of getting the, the 8-bit DO uh, Ultimate controller that has like the dongle. That's a good one. That you plug in. Because I, I, I can use a wired controller with the dock right now. But They I don't make want... 8-bit DO. Uh, yeah. They make amazing products. Yeah, so. they make some good stuff. So And their their newest one looks like it's perfect for steam deck and i can run so many emulators on my steam deck and nice. play games from like you know i was playing like f-zero gx for game for gamecube nice on it which i've never been able to run on anything nice. that wasn't when i had the game back on gamecube yeah 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 um so yeah I, i'm not i don't really have any games that i'm really stuck in right now i i kind of got on got on board with like making sure i finished this game so that we could talk about it freely uh and yeah no i was i didn't want to spoil anything no that you, was, so. again <laughs> i was i was kind of taking my time meandering through that game and i, I appreciate you giving me some urgency to to kind of go through it um and the only other thing i did was the game awards was last night nice and, nice uh, i watched it and i'm very excited for some of the games uh coming out yeah that i will not have time to play i i want to get a ps5 so i can both play for horizon forbidden west because i loved zero dawn and i know that there were some there was some like whining about it but i i'm really looking forward to that and then also the dlc was announced so that's going to be coming out in march and i also want to play death stranding i didn't think i ever wanted to play it i think you i want to play trailer it. for ds2 and you said well oh. it, not even i'm not even interested in what the, the trailer for ds2 showed because it made no sense it's to me incomprehensible yes yeah. and it is like um whatever i'm sure i don't even know if i'll ever want to play that game but i do want to play a game where all i'm supposed to do is carry things and walk slowly and pee on ghosts like i'm i'm pretty into that it's certainly sounds like a unique gaming experience yeah um it is weird that they made a game in 2019 about being a courier where everyone was locked in their homes yeah and then that next year well he said he rewrote two yeah. after the pandemic because he had a story and there was like well nope. he's like i'm tired of predicting the future so i'm not gonna yeah. do that <laughs> um this one everybody just wins the lottery and that, has a great life That's, yeah hey, he's that, gonna be would, like if this one comes true i would love that future. yeah exactly um, yeah, my um my most anticipated game probably outside of the new Breath of the Wild is probably on my PS5 uh, Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, that's about. pretty fair. It looks pretty good. I'm pretty psyched about. I haven't I haven't really like gotten into like a main Final Fantasy game in a long time, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm excited to to really sit down with this one on my PS5 and just like bask in the insane the Final Fantasiness. Insa- yeah, insane Final Fantasiness that they're gonna deliver on. Nice, so nice, very cool. Yeah, I um. I got a Backbone controller. Nice. You have one of those, I have right? one of those, yep. Yeah, I got a Backbone controller. I've got some gripes about Backbone Plus that I'll keep off mic, but... I, I haven't touched Backbone Plus. The so hardware I, is yeah. amazing. Yeah, the hardware is great. And I have a bunch of games on my phone that I've bought over the last, like, eight years of being an iPhone user. Actually, I had an iPod Touch, so probably the last, like, 15 years that wow. I've been a Apple user with apps um and i some of them are ones that like you were expected to like use the screen to be able to like as a controller you know yes. where like a space mm-hmm. on the screen is a and b and a space on the screen is the analog stick i i played plenty of them for like plenty of time but never really got into it but since i got the backbone i actually went back and played some of those um i have death road to canada that i also have on my switch but i for some reason always preferred playing it on my phone okay started playing some of those i made a custom character with the same petro you showed up in one of my games it was awesome. very funny um i 
I'm actually looking forward to trying uh, Don't Starve some, again some okay. more. Like, just all these having, games. Having the option to play with buttons makes a big difference. Yeah, and I, I know I, I could have had these on other systems, or some of them I did, but for some reason, I bought them on my phone. I didn't really always get back into them in other systems, and I'm excited to play them using the backbone. Um, whenever you do get a PS5, also, if you're ever in a scenario where you really want to play a game, oh, play maybe, remote. maybe you're in a, engage, engaged with some uh, TV negotiation with your spouse, um, <laughs> you get, yeah, remote play on PS5 works, I think works noticeably better than it did on PS4. Nice. Um, and I got, like, when I was playing Elden Ring the first time, the reason I was able to put so much time into it, it wasn't because I made poor Cassie watch me <laughs> watch me play it for hours on end, but because I would play it some on the TV and be like, I'll just do the rest on remote play so, so that you can use the television. I did also use some of my Game Pass uh, remote play. I, I, I booted back up Vampire Survivors and accidentally played now for two hours. Now it's on mobile. It is on mobile yeah, now? Yeah, they announced that oh, last night. If you're out there listening to this, get it. It, it I mean, you'll lose hours of your for, life. Yeah, it will ruin your life. But it's, it's worth it. I finally beat death, though. That, oh, I spent, you got, hey, you got the death character. I spent hours playing it and beat death. The um, death character is awesome to use. Yes, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm very pumped. Yep. Also, it was because I got the tarot card that pulls all items in. Do you know that one? Yes. So that one allowed me to unlock a lot of other things because there were things where I had to like pull in the rings or pull yeah. in those things. And it oh, made it. Do I have that tarot? I might not have that tarot. Card. Oh, I'll show it to you. Um, but yeah, no. So that that's that's the other thing that I've been playing: some Death Road to Canada, some some uh, remote play, and I'm I'm gonna give Don't Starve a, a a whirl. Well, once I'm done fighting with the settings on the uh, what's called the Prime Hack emulator, I'm going to play Metroid Prime. That's what nice. I'm determined to do because there's um, there's an, a fork of uh, the Dolphin emulator that gives the game like dual analog controls nice. and all and like puts it in widescreen and all this stuff. So Ooh. I am going to fire that up. But it's it's being a little finicky with me in terms of making I hear of that's half some the fun of, the of having right. a Steam Deck is just like messing with it. It is so. until it isn't. Okay. Like I, I like tinkering <laughs> with it and then I will start I will and then if something starts to not work the way it's supposed to and nothing I read online indicates that anyone's having the same problem, I start to get really flustered. All right. All and right. Uh, and then that's when I have to like walk away because I'm like now I now I'm like getting upset at this. Never tiny throw computer. your Steam Deck. Never no, throw no, no, your no. Steam never, Deck. Never never again. <laughs> I waited too long to get that the first time. I'm not doing it again. Oh man. Um well yeah. Anyway. I think that brings us to the end. I think that brings us to the end. Thank you for tuning into this uh, somehow our longest episode. Yes, by far. Was supposed <laughs> to be supplemental <laughs> to the main feed. Um, but uh, we hope you enjoyed listening uh, to us talk about uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violets. Uh, if you're inclined to check out the game, please check it out. Uh, and we will catch you later. Yes, have a good one. Yeah. Bye.